Some may find the following disturbing. Discretion is advised. Here we go, Barflies. Welcome to the Barfly Tailgate Show. You already know it's done by Barflies for Barflies and all the other Bears fans out there. Well, folks, the NFL is the gift that keeps on giving. I thought I might get a little break this weekend, but they was like, let's go ahead and release this schedule. So I figured we'd talk about it. I know it's early. It's 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 definitely early. It's May. But uh, I mean, if Barflies want to talk Bears football, we're gonna talk some Bears football. Uh how y'all doing this morning? I'll start with Jordan, and then uh, we'll go across the pond and let my boy C-Dub introduce himself as well. Yes, sir. Good morning, Barflies. I am happy to come to you, 7.06 a.m., West Coast, Best Coast. I see Adeptus Matthew in the chat. Welcome, Barflies. We're going to talk about <laughs> schedule today. Excited to get into it. Let's pass it over to the pod, to the, the London man himself. What's going on, Chris? What's up, brother? How you doing, mate? How you doing, Jordan? Yeah, uh, all good, mate. Not too bad. Looking forward to the show, man. Uh, should be interesting to see what, what uh, results we're all, uh, you know, predicting at this early stage of the, of the day. But yeah, always great to talk football. Best time of the week. Yeah, I mean, if I did any show prep whatsoever, I probably would have had like I don't know a spreadsheet of some sort to show all of our predictions, and then we can go back and check them later. But I mean. You know, I just I just roll out of bed and hop on. You know, so that's that's. <laughs> yeah. who, who, who wants spreadsheets at a weekend anyway? <laughs> who wants spreadsheets at a weekend? Yeah, I see. Yeah. I see. Boss man, Aldo's in the chat. Aldo, maybe you could start record keeping. Oh, Jordan has this one as a win, a loss, a win, loss. I'm kidding. Kidding. Aldo. Glad you're here. Uh, well, uh, KB is on his way, as he told me, and uh, I was like. I mean, just hop in when you get here. I'll, I'll add you in. So uh, he should add, he should come in a little bit later. Um, Aldo has set me up over here with everything I need. I couldn't I couldn't ask for a better producer. He's got me all set up with each game and the full calendar and all that. So uh, we'll talk. I think we'll hop on the full calendar at first, and then we'll go through game by game. Um, sure. 
well, we shouldn't have to spend too much time on the Lions games because we both know that's that's wins. So uh, <laughs> we might just skip over those. But, but, uh, good, all thing given. Thing, good thing they're coming later in the season. Yeah, I've got to give time for Don Bear to get over <laughs> here and tell us Detroit versus everybody. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I mean, here's the full schedule. Um, we got the spaceships on Sunday night football, as John Hone likes to say. <laughs> or or Thursday or primetime games is uh what I should say. Um just overall I think it's a pretty good schedule. We're not uh yeah. on the road forever or that like they did a good mix of a couple home, couple away, you know. The bye week kind of late. I was that's one thing. Uh, I guess we'll get into that later, but uh overall I think it's a good schedule. It's not too daunting of a task, I don't think. Uh and we'll figure out what this new look Chicago Bears looks like, I think. Yeah, I, I tend to agree, AC. I mean, a lot of the things that comes to my mind immediately is when you're looking at this calendar, which is beautifully done, great graphic by Aldo himself, man. But, I again, I don't have any statistical data to back this up. Maybe we could look it up. But I remember clearly last year we had a top five strength of schedule where it was just – it was a murderer's row, grueling, mm-hmm. just hitters week in, week out. I understand there's a lot of off-season optimism, not just for Bear, from Bears fans to the Chicago Bears, but, of course, for Lions, for the Dolphins. Oh, man, they got Tyreek Hill, and you're looking over, and, well, oh, the Vikings signed Zedarius Smith, and, oh, the Jets got three first-round draft picks. Mm-hmm. I understand all of that could pan out to be true, but the thing is we just need to look at what we know from history. The right. Jets are traditionally a lower-performing franchise, the Falcons just traded away their franchise, the face of their franchise. They're clearly in a rebuild. The Dolphins have added a lot of talent, but need to prove it. Uh, you know, so it's I, I can't help but look at this. And I the reason I said I don't have statistical data, but I would imagine as just a hey in May, I would imagine that this is a bottom five strength of schedule. It seems relatively forgiving for the Chicago Bears. Absolutely. What do you think, Chris? Uh, yeah, I agree a lot with what Jordan says. Real, I think I think compared to last year, there's no sort of like three or four you know games in a row where you just think I don't think we can get anything from them games at all. Um, but yeah, I think there's a lot of winnable games in there. When I when I actually did my own sort of like prediction, I was quite surprised about how many games I thought the Bears would win. Actually, season coming, but we're not, we're not that time of year where everybody's a winner at this moment in time. So uh, yeah, it's a lot better than last year and. Uh, Really, it's uh, what this franchise at our level needs at this moment in time. Mm-hmm. So, KB uh, just joined us. Uh, first off, I mean, you didn't miss much except for intros. And uh, you're a man who needs no intro. You just uh, show up and, and, and you're the star. Um, well, <laughs> other than me, you're the star. But, uh, I was going to say on the AC show, oh, no, baby. <laughs> what a build-up. <laughs> but uh, so, so first of all, we're just looking at the schedule as what a, a whole. nice build up. Nice. Some thoughts. <laughs> if uh, if you had any thoughts as a schedule as a, as a whole, um, throw them on out there and then we'll go by week, week by week. Oh man, what a how I feel about this schedule, man. Listening to some of these Bears fans online, bro, we supposed to go three and you know, whatever the hell. I mean, yeah, we doing 17 now, three or 14, so. I mean, listening to Bears fans, it's supposed to be the end of the world when I see a bunch of winnable games on this schedule. Yeah, uh, I, I think David Captain said we're going to win like two games this year. I was like, fucking how? 
Yeah, six last year with without a damn coach. No, right. <laughs> I was gonna say because well, what are your two your two wins? The the Lions are two definite dubs to me. I can I can care less how yeah. good they're trying to Man, be. Uh, Houston is right. Houston is horrible. New York is horrible. The Jets are still a horrible team. Uh, I, I mean the Falcons as far as as consistent as what they used to be, mm. they're not a good team this year. Mm. Uh, those all right there are dubs to me in my head that I go off of. Uh, week six against the Washington football team, the Carson Wentz led Washington football team. That's not a game that I think we're going to lose. Uh, hell, you get to, you get into some of these even a little bit more tougher games. Week eight against the Cowboys, they lost a shit ton of talent. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The week week nine, you played the Dolphins with a, a two led quarterback. I mean, a, a two attack of a loyal led team. Yeah, where, yeah. where where are we supposed to be losing all of these games at? This that's just how I feel. I, I, I'm really trying to understand where we're supposed to be losing 14 games. Like I don't I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I don't I don't know. I I guess everyone's looking at it as a rebuild, so they're just assuming, or maybe they're setting their bar really low, so the bears can overachieve if they if they do or, or i'm not sure um Man. trying to figure out how to put our pictures on the side here man we're missing out though <laughs> so we, we, we'll get into we'll get into week one we'll go ahead and hop right in um according to this graphic the white games are home the orange games are away uh so We'll hop right in, and we've got the home opener against the San Francisco 49ers. And uh, the biggest question for me on this game is who are we going to see opposing us at quarterback? Are we going to see Jimmy G back because they can't find a trade partner, or is Trey Lance going to be thrust in there and they'll have $25 million sitting on the bench? I, 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 I don't know what their plan is there. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think I'll, I'll I, kind of... I think I think oh, sorry. Oh no, go, go ahead, Chris. I'll, I'll hold off. Uh, God, all right, then. Yeah, no problem, mate. No problem. Uh, I mean, I've I've been out. That's the biggest question with forty nine is, but I reckon it might be Jimmy G, if because mm. nobody seems to be wanting to sort of keep pick him up yet. And I think uh, the rookie last year, I thought he was quite mixed, really. But I could be completely wrong because obviously, like you say, I see the. You know, they've invested a lot of money into him. So I think it all depends on their quarterback. But I, I actually I actually think the Bears can win this game. I just think that that first game of the season where it's one of them games where anything could really happen. Um, so I'm quite confident that we can actually do that. Just go ahead yeah. and pick it up, Jordan. Of course. Yeah, I think... You know, I'm going to disagree with with Chris a little bit here, and, and only because I mean we'll talk about this in week two. But the Green, the San Francisco 49ers are not the Green Bay Packers. They don't have a history of spending high picks on quarterbacks and letting them sit two, three, four years behind the incumbent. I, especially when you consider what the 49ers had to surrender to go up and move up and select Trey Lance to the Dolphins and the Eagles. They made a, a, while, a different amount of trades. I think they had to trade up to the Eagles and then trade back up into the the sixth pick or the third pick. It was just a wild scenario there. So I think that they had to give up a lot of picks, and I don't think that you're going to see them sit 
Trey Lance. There's expectations in the building that, hey, this guy needs to come in and perform. The the only way that I would see Trey Lance not being uh, the starter in that game is, one, is if he's injured, which let's hope not. Mm-hmm. But, two, if he just looks awful, if training camp is miserable mm-hmm. and he's not performing well. Uh, but, again, I, I think that you saw enough flashes from him in his rookie year to think that there's got to be some belief that he will be the starter. And then you got to consider that, hey, it's Kyle Shanahan. If there's a guy that can scheme up a game plan for a quarterback, Nick Mullins, C.J. Beathard, I'd like to think he could probably scheme up a game plan for Trey Lance, even if he's not ready. Uh, so that that that's the way I see that playing out. <clears throat> I mean, I'll go ahead and be mm-hmm. relatively quick here. I, it, looking at the whole schedule, the way I've kind of broken it down is I have certain games that I would consider – pretty safe wins, pretty mm-hmm. safe losses, and then those games that are up in the air, they can go either way. This would be one of those games that I tend to believe it's one of those up-in-the-air games. It can yes, go sir. either way. But I do believe that this game is more winnable than a lot of probably national media believe. Mm-hmm. You, you consider what yes, the Bears – the, the Niners came to Soldier Field last year, and it was a close game up until the defense wet the bed at the end. Um, and you consider, look, hey, it's going to be week one. They're coming in. Week ones of the games, I'll, I'll refresh people's minds for those, all of us that hate Green Bay. Green Bay got destroyed by the Saints in week one last year. Week one is the week of just funky games. Nobody mm-hmm. knows who each other is yet. So I think that it's possible. Trey Lance, with this new game plan, rolls into Soldier Field. It's a loud environment. Bears fans show up. And you consider what our offense is. Nobody knows what Luke Getzey's really running. Nobody understands this new tempo Bears team. And the way that this team played the Niners last year makes me believe, in Soldier Field, makes me believe that if you have competent offensive play calling, if the hits principle and everybody's hustling to the ball and trying to punch it out, if they play a scrappy game, which is really what I believe the Chicago Bears are going to be all year, a team that... I've told this to Aldo before. If you're coming to play the Chicago Bears, you're getting off the bus like, oh, crap, we got to play those guys, and we better pack a lunch and a hard hat because it's not going to be an easy day. And I tend to believe that this is a game, if I'm giving you my personal prediction here, I think the Bears come out with a win. All right, KB, you want to overview this, and then we'll go through and 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 we'll each give our pick win or loss or, or – I mean – Jordan kind of said it perfectly, man. Uh, I, I feel like last year was one of the great tales. The 49ers didn't really add anybody of note that mm-hmm. you would sit there and believe that this wouldn't be a winnable game in any kind of, kind of you know, same form of fashion. Mm-hmm. Then you still have the uncertainty on whether or not Debo is going to play there. Uh, there's no telling if he wants to hold out or he's still trying to force a trade. Nobody knows. So you have that uncertainty hanging over them. So they're they're coming into this with with the kind of idea of okay, we we're we have Trey Lance, we we still have Jimmy G. Our number one receiver is un, is very unhappy. So what what goes to tell me that we can't have a team come into Chicago and just not play to what people believe that they are capable of? Uh to me, this is a very winnable game. Very winnable game. I, I felt it was it'd be a winnable game, even if Trey Lance was the 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 coming in starter and Debo was happy because I I seen how we played them last year. 
like I said, the, the defense decided to shit the bed and we lost. Yeah. And Justin Fields did everything possible to win that fucking game. And we're talking about a team that was in the NFC Championship that year. So I'm I'm all I'm all behind Jordan on this one, man. I to me, there's a lot of uncertainty that's actually going on with the 49ers right now that the media is just declining to talk about. You don't know who your quarterback really is going to be because you still got Jimmy G. You got you got the unhappy uh, wide receiver, and then you're going to have a new offensive coordinator too. Because you remember they lost their they OC to to the was didn't he go to the Jets to be the head coach? Uh, I, I can't remember what team he went to. Man, I didn't uh, even think about that because their quarterback coach is at Kentucky now too, so they're kind of. I mean, that's Shanahan's two major pieces, the, bro. Right, he's Shanahan's the he's the guy. The brain main, but you're you're losing major pieces that help you on offense. It seems like. Yeah, you gotta you gotta take in a you have to take into consideration. Some of these, some of these pieces that are missing from that team still, because like I said, you still lose that that knowledge from their the OC that they had. You still lose the the quarterback coach. So it's a lot that goes into that, man. It's a it's a lot that goes into it. Yeah, I, I, mean, I feel like it's a to me it, it's a dub to me. Aldo's in the chat. He wants to score. I was just gonna say win or loss. I, <laughs> yeah, I'll try to get scores. I don't mind. So, <laughs> so early to try and pick a score. I I don't know. Um, but uh, to me. <laughs> I mean, the 49ers, you guys just laid it out perfectly. They lost a whole lot. But, man, to me, they're a they're a Super Bowl contender, and the Bears just aren't there yet. That's just my opinion. We're kind of rebuilding. They called it a remodel. But let's be honest. I mean, we, we see Justin. We hope he works out. Um, we've seen flashes, but we want to see consistency. We got a brand-new defense coming in. Uh, it is week one, Jordan. Like you said, weird things happen in week one. So to me, this is, unfortunately is a Bears loss, and I think it really just comes down to the where the 49ers as a franchise are compared to us. And even if it is Trey Lance starting under center, I just think that the 49ers have a little bit more talent, and they've got my favorite coach, Kyle Shanahan, is my favorite coach in the entire league. So that. That's what it comes down to for me. I can't give the Bears a win here because we're just not on that level yet, in my opinion. Yeah, and I mean, I'll, I'll, Aldo's going to put us on the spot here and say give a score. I think it's funny because I tried to press Aldo a couple oh. nights ago, and he was like, it's too early to get <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> That's why he's turning the tables on you. It's definitely yeah, why it is. busting your chops, Aldo. Yeah. But yeah, you're on the last, yeah, the one last thing I want to add here, too, that Ryan, uh, KB just made me think about. I was like, yeah, when you actually consider the offseason additions and losses for the 49ers, just real quick here, they lost uh, Mike McDaniel, the offensive coordinator to Miami. Yeah. Quarterback it's coach. Miami. That's where it went. <laughs> yeah, quarterback coach is gone. We're not. Those are just the coaches. We're not even talking like Debo I actually think will play. I know it's controversial, but if they have him under contract, he's going to be fine throughout training camp if he doesn't show up. We've seen this play out over and over and over again. The player usually shows up, doesn't want to face the fines, and they play the game. And nobody's going to be able to use him. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Don Bear, uh, you know. Right. So, yeah, I mean, there's a situation where Debo probably plays, but they've lost Lakin Tomlinson, one of their starting guards, and they're hoping that – I think it's Aaron Banks that they drafted in the second round last year from Notre Dame who did not produce in his rookie year. They're hoping he comes in and fills that spot. Jaquiski Tart is out. They signed a special teams ace from Indianapolis, George Odom. Charvarius Ward is the big free agent signing there. 
what they're really hoping to do with D'Amico Ryans and that defense in year two is overload this offensive line. And certainly I want to pay credence to that. It'll be week one, uh, although you're right. Um, it'll be week one where there's a scenario here where this Bears offensive line is trying to gel. And if there's one thing that I can say about the 49ers defensive line, and they better be able to block this up, Chicago, is you've got people coming. It's Eric Armstead. It's Javon Kinlaw. It's Nick Bosa. Uh, D Ford, I'm not sure if he's there or not anymore, but they drafted J.C. Lewis. Yeah, Drake Jackson is one of my favorite edges that came out of USC. They drafted him in the back of the second round. So mm-hmm. they've got a loaded line. And the Bears, that's one common thing that you're going to hear me say is a lot of the Bears' opponents here, their front seven, particularly the defensive lines that they're facing, are some of the better ones in the league So, and waves of them. So I think that as much as it seems like the 49ers are that Super Bowl contender because of Kyle Shanahan, I agree with you, AC. I think that there is some realization that, hey, they've – they've lost some significant pieces and they're trying to plug certain things in and seeing if it works. And I tend to agree with you for betting. Sure. I think Kyle Shanahan makes it work, but maybe in week six, week seven, I'm not sure about week one when they're like, who's this bears team that we don't really know what they're doing on offense. And Tony Daly earlier in the chat had said, go look at the 49ers, the Indies game from last year. Like Flus plays a lot of these teams very, very well. It's Mm -hmm. hard to deny that. So, I mean, I'll close it up here by saying, and this is hard. 24 21 Chicago Bears. Like I said, it's going to be a fight. It's it's gonna be a tough drag out war. But I think that you see, and I don't think it's some heavy scoring affair. The offenses are not are not in a state with their young quarterbacks to all of a sudden start dueling and they're throwing 60 yard touchdowns. This is the Patrick Mahomes Josh Allen part two game. It's just not. I think that you're gonna see a 24-21 game where the Bears drag out a win to start the Matt Eberflus era in Soldier Field and fans in Soldier Field are going wild. Well, I mean, if that works out, you know, I'll eat crow all day long. Mm-hmm. It don't. <laughs> I will gladly eat crow over a Bears victory. It is no big go. deal. What What you got, Chris? What you got on this game? Uh, is it, is it um, Bears dub? I, 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 it's It's a Bears dub, mate. I I think it'd be a really close game. I think I think it could come down to three points at the end. But I just think because it's first game of the season, it's at home, home opener. Uh, I can just see the Bears as edging it. But it, hopefully it'll be a good tight game. And go ahead, pick up from there, KB. What you got? You got a dub or an L? Man? I, oh, I, I got. I definitely got the dub on this one. Uh, I, I've, I've mulled over this these these first four games quite a bit. Uh, I've had anywhere from two and two to to one and three for us just playing horrible, or like I said, us going four and zero. But in my heart of hearts, man, I, I honestly feel like this game is a win to me because they're coming to Chicago. In my head, is going to be Trey Lance. Trey Lance is going to have to face this pressure of Chicago fans. Mm. Uh, I, I feel like it's going to be a Bears win, 24 to, to 14. So, Aldo, if you're keeping score on us, uh, they all have them going 1-0, and AC's got them going 0-1 so far. <laughs> and uh, – and I feel like an outsider on my own damn show. <laughs> 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 oh my god! We'll move on. Uh, we'll move Trader. on. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't have us going 17 to no. I apologize. Maybe no. It's fine. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> it's understandable. It's understandable. He doesn't believe. He doesn't. Believe. <laughs> He's a non-believer. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So we'll move on to week two. Uh, where 
we play the Packers, and I sent out a tweet as soon as the schedule came out. Three oh, things in life. <laughs> yeah, three things in life are absolutely going to happen, and that's death, taxes, and the Bears playing in Green Bay on Sunday night football because they cannot schedule this at 1 o'clock or 4 o'clock or any other time. We have to go up there on Sunday night football, and then they come in and get a 1 o'clock game as usual. Uh, but um, And I believe this is the Packers' home opener, if I'm not mistaken. I think they go on the road week one and then um, play at home week two. So this will be the home opener at Lambeau at night under the lights with the uh, 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 remedial cheese heads going crazy in the in the stands and uh, <clears throat> and uh, getting married to their cousins or whatever they do. Um, getting married, yeah, <laughs> most definitely. <laughs> but most uh, definitely. man, this one's so tough for me. Because the Packers, I don't like. I know we don't know what we have. I have no clue what they have. He he lost Devontae Adams. His number one wide receiver is now Alan Lazard. It's going to be week two. It's going to be a brand new season. I like the pieces they added. I love Devontae Wyatt, the defensive tackle they grabbed in the first round, and Quay Walker's a sneaky good pick as well. Um, But man, you know what? I got the Bears going up there and pulling off the upset. They're going to go oh, Lambo. Whoa! Yeah. What? I need, an ex- I need an explanation, God damn it. <laughs> that's, that's, I just explained it, man. They got all new pieces. They got all new pieces. They lost a lot of their offensive staff, just like the 49ers did. We got okay. Getsy, Nathaniel Hackett's in Denver now. You got all these pieces moving around. Devontae Adams is out there in Las Vegas. So I've got the Chicago Bears going up to Lambo and Cairo Santos kicking a last-second field goal to beat the pack week two. And y'all can call me a homer if you want. I will gladly take that. But I've got the Bears taking this victory right here. If, if you could. Hey, hey see, did you, did you bump your head at the show this morning? Hey, man, I might have. I was making some pancakes, uh, so I might have <laughs> uh, slipped a little something into the batter. I don't know, but, hey, I, I'm just feeling good this morning. <laughs> Okay. Uh, you know, I'll go. I'll go next. Uh uh to see now this is why I kind of brought things back to reality. Uh <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I got a second to L in, in Green Bay. In Green Bay. Uh <laughs> now for all the reasons you said is why I can hope as a fan. Uh that, that a lot of these games are toss-ups, even this game. Now I'm giving them the nod because it's in Green Bay, but the fact of the matter is the best, <laughs> the best wide receiving talent is is technically going to be in Chicago. Darnell Mooney will be the best receiver in this game. I just need people to understand that. Uh, I I think just because of the Aaron Rodgers and Lambeau Field aspect of things, they'll pull this game out. I think it's going to be a lot closer than what any fan in Green Bay is going to hope for. I think they're going to get a dose of reality uh, when they realize they don't really have the weapons. And when you lose all of that coaching talent mm-hmm. and uh, a star, a star wide receiver, you you come back to reality on certain things. But uh, like I said, I'm, I'm going to give Green Bay the nod on this game. Well, I mean, the refs will probably give them the nod on this game, too. So More, more than likely, you know how that is. <laughs> uh, 
but yeah, I, like I said, I, I got us <laughs> at this point going one and one. I, I just don't think at this point we'll be ready to 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 technically beat them. You know what I'm saying? That's that's just my take on it. Yeah. Well, go ahead, Jordan, and I'll let Chris finish this out. Absolutely. I think. Yeah, this is cool. hard for me because I, I I hate Aaron Rodgers. I'd love to see us beat him, and I'm trying to be as optimistic as possible. But I also want to try to be accurate and realistic. I, let me give you the positives first. I think that if there's a time to try and beat Green Bay at their house, it's early in the season before their offense has gotten fully clicking. It's always nice to face people early on in the season. They don't have a ton of film to watch on you and vice versa. However, I'm a believer, and this goes to my, my, my fandom of boxing and fighting in general, like in order to, to win versus the champ, you really, you don't just win by decision. You got to beat them. And I'm never going to, I've, I'm done. I've seen enough. Like I'm not going to sit here and tell you the Chicago Bears are beating the Green Bay Packers until they do it. Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers, as much as I hate the man, is he's the trigger man. And I know that we can talk about, like, I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll clap back a little bit on the, on the belief that, like, oh, they don't have many weapons or they can't do this and they've lost Nate Hackett. I'm like, yeah, they, they, not, they lost Nate Hackett, they Luke Getzey, but they also brought in Tom Clements, the, the quarterback coach that he credits so much of his success to. Um, sure, they don't have any major pass catchers at wide receiver or tight end. No, they just brought back some of the same pieces. Like Robert Tanyan will be back coming off the ACL. We'll see how he does. They have – and. Really what I think you're probably going to see, at least in this game, is a different Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers team. Mm. And what that means is it's sure you're still going to have a lot of those glance route RPOs. They're still going to run the ball. They're still going to throw screens to Aaron Jones. They're going to get their money out of that contract. But you're going to see guys like Amari Rodgers and Sammy Watkins and Christian Watson specifically get designated touches. We talk about Valus Jones. And how well you got to really figure out a way to dial up the ball for him. Mm. That's what they're going to have to do early with a guy like Christian Watson. Give him a, a jet sweep, a reverse. Hey, let's throw a little bubble screen to Amari Rogers. Let's have Sammy Watkins run a backside dig and see if we can hit that. It's not going to be, I'm not telling you it's Devontae Adams, but to sit there and say that they're just barren, I, I don't think you're going to see it. And so, especially you're asking Chicago to go up to, to Lambeau and do it. Early on, it just it seems like too tall of a task. And like I said, I'd love to be wrong. Mm-hmm. I, will, I will take the ratio all day and night. But <laughs> I hate to say it, I, I have to bow down to the king of Green Bay, the king of the north. Until we unseat them, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that the Chicago Bears are beating, beating the Packers. I just can't do it. All right, Chris. What do you got, brother? Well, as a fan, obviously, you know, I like his, you know, I like to see his beat the Packers. But in reality, and in this, this dismal world we live in sometimes, I think the Packers are going to beat us. <laughs> but I think it's going to be a closer game than it has been over the last sort of couple of seasons. I think they, they've generally got a little bit worse, and I think we're improving as a squad. So for me, it's just thought that would be a really good game to see, actually, you know, be a good barometer for, like, the start of the season to see, you know, actually what sort of level we are, you know, compared to a really good side like Green Bay. But alas, I think it's going to be a loss. But, you know, we'll, uh, we will get there one day. I'm sure we will. So if you keep the score at home, we've all got them starting out one and one, and I've got them pulling an upset over the Green Bay Packers after a uh, tough loss in week one. You know, uh, AC, everything about what you said, I'm actually okay with it. We lost to the 49ers in week one and somehow went to fucking Green Bay and win. 
Yeah. Hey, I, hey, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I, I do like what Jordan was saying about their receiving core, though, because uh, oh, yeah. you know I, everyone knows I was a huge fan of Watson um, pre-draft, and Amari Rogers is right there with me too. The way he was able to tear up defenses at Clemson, uh, I, I don't really want to sleep on him. But the thing with with the thing that we've seen with Rogers is it takes time for him to build chemistry with these wide receivers, even with Devontae Adams, mm-hmm. it wasn't instant. Yeah. You know, with with Jordy Nelson, I don't believe that was instant, if I can remember correctly. So week two going up there, uh, I, I feel like we've got a shot, a better shot than anyone's going to give us. Yeah. Uh, especially what Don Burr said, you know, they're going to stop a mud hole in our <laughs> ass. But, I mean, that may or may not until, be a biased opinion of Don Burr. Yeah, I was going to say, until Detroit can finish outside of fourth place in the NFC North, we, we don't pay attention to Don Burr. Damn! <laughs> one brief thing I want to add, like Matthew Fochizi put in a great comment that the only thing that worries him is Rodgers eats cover two. And, and that's one yeah. thing I really want to remind people of is that you're talking about a quarterback that's mental game is top level. And I understand maybe the physical attributes may start to decline. I actually have a lot of real criticisms about Aaron Rodgers' willingness to take chances and shots in games. But, you know, with the rise of the too high defense and Fangio scheme, and we're not running Fangio scheme, I get it, but – something that they had talked about when he had to go up against those, that Rams team in the playoffs and things of that nature. So he had said, look, the issue with these defenses and these quarterbacks facing these defenses is they lose patience. And if you're willing to be patient, which is all about what this defense is, it's, hey, Ben, don't break. But if you're willing to be patient and take what they give you and be methodical and move down the field periodically, I think that is – and he understands this. He gets like, look – yeah, I'm probably not going to hit you guys for a 75-yard bomb because you're going to be playing too high, cover two, mm-hmm. and I'm going to have to sit there and dink and dunk you for seven, eight, little screen to Aaron Jones. Those are the things that I'm like, if there's a guy that I believe in that understands, all right, Flukes, I'll take what you're giving me. And this gets to my score prediction. I think and I think Green Bay's defense is nasty. They brought back mm-hmm. Devondre Campbell, brought in Way Walker, re- retained Mr. Pick 6 on Justin Fields, Russell Douglas. Jair Alexander will be healthy, ideally. I'm thinking 24-10 Packers. It's mm. it's not going to be particularly be close or easy because you're going to have a guy that is sitting there saying, I'm not going to make mistakes. I'll take what you give me. It's not going to be a 40-point game. The defense is going to try and play Justin Fields nice and tight, and Justin Fields is going to have to press. And I think it's going to be an offense that, you know, we're going to see uh, LaFleur kind of sun Luke Getzey a little bit and say, take your place. <laughs> Down. <laughs> well, we'll see week two. And uh, we'll move on to week three now. It's a bit of a homecoming. We got uh, Lovey Smith and the Houston Texans coming into town. Um, I kind of like what they did in the draft, but honestly, I have no idea what Lovey's got left. I mean, he was good here, but I haven't seen him succeed anywhere else after he left Chicago. He went to Tampa and failed. He went back to college and someone's dog like that. It's definitely mine just came up. Hold on. <laughs> so he went back My to the college game. Out, <laughs> we got to look, we got a dog that loves Lovey Smith. Out, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> he saw Lovey in that white beard. He was like, look, I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. <laughs> yeah. So uh, they, he gets another shot to be a head coach down in Houston. And um, we'll, we'll see. I mean, we'll see how it works out for him. I just don't. 
I'm going to go straight into my prediction. I think this is a Bears dub. And honestly, if there's a game where we cruise to victory, I think this is it. Um, I just don't think the Houston Texans are uh, a good team. I, I just don't. The talent's not there. And honestly, I don't think Lovey's got it anymore. I think this is a, a big game for Justin Fields. Um, and I think the Bears might win this one like 30 to 10 or something. It won't even ever be in question of – of uh, maybe I'm smoking something this morning. I'm a, and I'm just <laughs> really high up, but uh, I just don't. I just I, I don't think the Houston Texans are a good ball team. I like Stingley, who they drafted, but I mean, I, I don't I don't know, man. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, I guess I'll start. Um, you know, it's a situation. It's funny. AC, you said you're high, and I'm thinking. Like, yeah, like Don Bear over here, all those telling him to put down the pipe. I, uh, you're going to find it's hard for me to root against Lovey Smith. I, I, I have a deep affinity for the man that is Lovey Smith. I also think that they had one of the best drafts in the entire league. And listen, if you have a good draft, we got Don Bear in the chat. The Lions had a good draft too, but until we see it on the field, mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that they're going to win this game. I have Chicago winning it, but I certainly think it's going to be a game of, Justin Fields versus Davis Mills. And maybe we'll see where this this show takes us. Maybe I'll have the Bears winning a game in a blowout fashion, but I don't think it's this game. I think the Bears will win. I'm going to say 17 to 10. Um, I think what it comes down to is Justin Fields makes more plays than Davis Mills. But you look at that. The reason I I tend to believe Houston's more of a fighter this, this year than even last, and they surprised a lot of people, is that... Lovey Smith was the defensive coordinator last year. The defense played same old Lovey ball. It's that's mm. the difference between Eberflus and Lovey is that Lovey hasn't changed. Eberflus will run some cover one, some cover three, some man match. Lovey hasn't changed from his days in Chicago, but for whatever reason, with a lack of real talent in Houston's roster last year on defense, they were competitive. And then you consider the man that I I, I wanted him in Chicago, Pep Hamilton, who was the quarterback coach last year for Davis Mills is taking on the yes. coordinator yeah. job. So I think that they're going to be a more cohesive competitive team under Lovey Smith than what David Coley had them going. So again, I don't have them winning this game, but I don't think it's going to be some massive blowout. I think Chicago ekes it out 17 to 10. That's a good point. The, the <clears throat> Lovey defense will, should keep them close. I just, I don't know. I just feel like the talent level is not there for them to be honest. Yeah, and one last thing, you're seeing Stingley here in the picture, but they also added Jalen Petrie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jalen Petrie. Oh, yeah. Baby. Like, it, it's Their secondary is somewhat reworked. You have, again, that running game that they're going to try to rely on with Marlon Mack and Damian Pierce. So we'll see what happens. But I think it, they, add, they added John Mechie. I'm even just trying to circle through their drafts and thinking, okay, who else did they add? And John Mechie is a fantastic route runner. If he's healthy off the right. ACM light. Again, I, I'm I'm pumping them up, but I'm not taking them to win. I just think it's going to be closer than people think. Yeah, I, I feel like it'll be uh it'll be kind of one of those the mentor versus the you know the student in this game, where I feel like the mentor, like you say, is kind of still stuck in his ways. Uh, lovey is lovey; he's gonna stick to what lovey does. But Ibraflus has shown the the capacity to say, you know what, I feel like we need to go man in this game and switch it up and do these cover ones and, and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, this this is one, like I said, I have us winning. I, I just don't feel they're talented enough 
which is funny because we're talking about a team where folks are saying we're retooling. Uh, I I don't feel like they're talented enough to beat us, but I do feel like it's gonna be a it's gonna be a lot closer of a game because, like I said, it's that that mentor versus the student aspect of it, and Ibrafus mm. is gonna kind of kind of just just kind of take the the reins on this one. So yeah, I got I, I got the Bears winning this one. Uh, like I said, I, I feel like it'd probably be a lot closer game. It'd probably be somewhere around the, the realms of a, a twenty-one to the to, to seventeen type game. Uh, yeah, the defense is reigning supreme in this one. Yeah, what you got, Chris? Yeah, uh, I, I think this is a game which the Bears will win. I think it's a game that we got to win because I think. Uh, the Texans are the sort of club you know we've got to beat, and it's a club really where you can see you know you can see that we've moved on as a program. So I, I just can't see the talent in the Texans really to beat us. Uh, so I'm definitely put well, definitely is what you can say about sport. Def, definitely saying that the uh, Bears are going to win, and I said definitely about four hundred times. <laughs> definitely. So, yeah, I, I think we're all kind of in, uh, in step for step. Bears get the win. Uh, I've got them winning by a little bit more than, uh, you know, Jordan and KB. They said it was close. Uh, Chris said that it's a definite Bears win, definitely. Um, but uh, we'll move on to um, the Giants <laughs> here. And uh, this is a road game in New York. There's a lot of Bears fans up there and that they're already – Looking forward to this game. Um, I, speaking of great drafts, I really love what the Giants did. They stayed put. They got one of the top pass rushers and, in my opinion, the best offensive tackle in the draft. Uh, now, is that enough to get them, put them over the hump? I'm not sure. Um, who do they hire as their head coach? Man, I can't even remember. Brian Dayball. Dayball, yeah. yeah. So obviously that's a guy that a lot of Bears fans wanted and they went and got Joe Shane from the Buffalo organization as well. So they're making good moves, they're rebuilding, retooling their team. And to me it just comes down to quarterback play. What do you have in Daniel Jones? And I I didn't like Daniel Jones coming out. This might be my Kentucky bias. He went to Duke. I can't stand Duke or anything or anybody from Duke. Um, so I don't think Daniel Jones is the man. Um, and I mean, it's an early game week four, you know, so we don't have to worry about weather or anything with this game. Um, I think it comes down to Justin Fields outplaying Daniel Jones and I got the bears winning this as well. So we start out in my opinion, we start out the year three and one, the only loss being that home opener versus San Francisco. What do you got Jordan? Yeah, this is a, a game. I guess I'll start out with the, the the score. I have the Bears in either winning by a 17 to 10, 21 to 14 type game. Uh, I know this seems like, oh, they're rebuilding. They are rebuilding, absolutely. But theoretically, Saquon Barkley should be healthy. They've added some offensive line pieces there to really create two bookends with Andrew Thomas, Evan Neal. Uh, you know, they, they signed Mark Lewinsky guard. So I think they're they're trying to do everything that they can to protect and surround talent around Daniel Jones. I still think Daniel Jones is a worse quarterback than Justin Fields, and I think the Giants lose. But the real key factor here that I don't think a lot of Bears fans are going to pick up on, which scares the, the Jesus out of me, is they've hired Wink Martindale as their defensive coordinator. Um, and Wink knows how to coach defense one way and one way only, and that is blitz heavy. 
it is, I'm going to send the house at you. I'm going to run simulator pressures. I'm going to walk up nine guys on the line and make it look like cover zero. Then we're going to drop eight of them. It's, it's exotic blitz packages that are made to stifle you. And I worry a little bit about how Justin Fields early on into year two handles that. Um, I worry particularly about how the offensive line and the protections get set handling that. So I think it will be a, a little bit of a doozy on offense, a, a hard one to kind of stumble through, but I still think they find a way to outduel Daniel Jones and pick up a win. Like I said, 17 to 10, 21 to 14 type game. Sorry, I was in the chat. Go ahead, KB, and then we'll let Chris uh, finish us off again. Let's see, man. This is this another one I got. Uh, let's say since we're keeping score, I got us going three one at this point. Uh, the Giants, man. What what can be said about the Giants that hasn't already been said, man? Team that has a ton of number one picks. Team that for whatever reason cannot put it together. Uh, whether it be coaching, whether it just be players that they say checked out who knows uh as far as i go i I don't feel like this team is in a position to beat us i feel like even with our coaching changes i feel like we're in a better position than what they are uh i know they 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 got they got day ball or whatever i i don't think he's going to get enough out of daniel jones to have a, a consistent offense at this point to me i still felt like mr bisky would have been his best bet I, I feel well, like we going to to we going to New York and we take one. This is this is a game to me where it's it's like I said it's going to be kind of defense heavy with with what Jordan was saying. We have that the defense coordinator who likes to show blitz. I think at this point we start to see our offense take take shape and we start to see what our offense is going to be for the year. And I got us winning this one big. Well, the uh, Giants they're just going to tank this year. And then go ahead and draft my guy Will Levis out of Kentucky, and they'll oh just, yeah, <laughs> they'll just pair him with Wandale Robinson. Out, and uh, hey, uh, real talk, Will Levis is getting top ten. To, it's oh way yeah, too early I mock drafts. He gets love, being, man. Yeah, I love the way the kid plays. If you guys haven't watched Will, he's a. I mean, I'm biased, obviously, but he's a hell of a quarterback. He can put the ball where it needs to be, and he'll run your ass over too. That's the that's the one thing that scares me about him. He needs to learn how to slide. Honestly, he's gonna get his head knocked off in the league. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I'll give you my prescription. Uh, prescription prediction. Damn, Chris uh, is fucked up this morning. <laughs> I am, I'm, 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 I'm a little bit first kid out this morning. I'm sort of recovering from a bit of an an night out, so I can't remember when the night finished and this morning started. So, uh, but yeah, go, going back to the Giants game, I think we'll beat the Giants. I think our quarterback's better than their quarterback. I think Daniel Jones, I think in five years' time, the only thing I'll be remembered about him is when he made that real long run and fell about four steps before he got to the end zone. So uh, <laughs> I, I think it'll be one of them grind them out games. I don't think it'll be a, a high-scoring game at all, but I do think the Bears will uh, edge it out on a tough one. Yeah, it always seems like that against the Giants. We have a, regardless of the talent level, it's like a dogfight when we play the Giants, uh, you know, and and I think that continues. I, I think it's a, it might be an ugly game, like a, I don't know, 17-14 or a 14-10 type game, but I, I think the Bears get the dub here. 
<laughs> so we'll move on to week five here. It's uh, our second divisional game. Um, and we have to play the Minnesota Vikings at Minnesota, uh, which is really strange because the last, I don't know, 10 seasons, it feels like we finished the season at, going at up Minnesota. There <laughs> at Minnesota. <laughs> so we actually get to go up there when the, when the weather's kind of decent. Uh, I mean, I guess it doesn't matter because they play in a dome, but it does matter when you're going out to your car and you have to defrost and get all the ice off of it in January, whereas as opposed to uh, here in September. Um, but um, uh, man, the Vikings are tough, dude. Um, it's, it's tough for me to pick this one. Um, no Akeem Hicks, you know, Akeem Hicks, we've seen in the past has, he takes it personal. Vikings, bro. He takes it personal. And like, it's that, uh, Michael Jordan meme, you know, I took that personally whenever they talk about Dalvin Cook being, uh, top three running back in the league. He, he just, I mean, he just goes in there and does work. Um, but man, the Vikings, they, uh, I mean, they traded, within the division twice, which is weird, but they still ended up with Andrew Booth Jr., a good corner, and they grabbed, uh, I think, Lewis Seen, if I'm not mistaken, out of Georgia. Yeah, they did. They so grabbed him at the back of the end of the first. Right. So they've they've retooled their defense a little bit. Um, I mean, we'll still wait and see what Qu- what Quazy does as far as the GM. I like the head coach they hired. O'Donnell out of the L.A. Rams system, which we all know works. Um, I think this is a close game, but I think the Bears lose this game. I think it it's uh, it's going to be like a – I mean, if I had to put a number on it, I would say like a 24-21 Vikings victory uh, at Minnesota, a heartbreaker. Um, but, uh, I mean, it's tough for me to pick against the Vikings with what they've – built up there with one of the best receiving cores in the league. And they've done everything they can to raise the level of Kirk Cousins. Now, he's kind of still been mediocre at best, but I think they have just enough, you know, they have enough to beat us, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, I'm, 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 like I said, this, this is where realism comes into play. I do not have us beating the Vikings in week five. That is absolutely not uh, – for all the shit talk, I will talk about teams in NFC North, especially the Lions being as trash as they are, and Don Bird thinking that they're good. Uh, the Vikings are one of the exceptions. Uh, the Vikings have a damn good team. They have a lot of pieces on offense. Uh, like I said, Justin, Jeff- Justin Jefferson, is it, he is a dog. That is, He is a phenomenal receiver, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Still got Dalvin Cook to worry about, even though Dalvin Cook doesn't seem to play to Dalvin Cook Cook's uh, level when he plays against us. And like I said, we have Akeem Hicks to usually <laughs> give that to. Uh, I, I just at this point, I don't I don't think we have enough to beat them in Week Five at, at in Minnesota. So I, I'm, I'm giving this game to the to the the Vikings. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'll kind of pick up off of that. This is a game that this is a team, rather, this series between the Vikings and the Bears that I think the Bears split it uh, one and one on the season. Yep. Uh, which way it goes, whether they lose this one, win this one, we'll see. But this is one that I, I guess if I had to kind of put it down, and I know you were making a joke earlier that, like, I'm taking the, the score prediction seriously. I am because 
I, obviously, it's it's somewhat of a joke, but what the score does is it provides you context into is it a tight game? How does it end? Is it a high scoring affair? Things of that sort. And where I see this game going is I see the Bears losing this early. Uh, it's really going to be. I'll tell you what it's gonna. The crux of the game is gonna depend on is how do Eddie Jackson, Jaquan Brisker, Jalen Johnson, Tavon Young, Kyler Gordon handle the receiving core that is Thielen, Jefferson, uh, whoever. I mean, Irv Smith, who should be coming back healthy. Mm-hmm. Grunt catching the ball in the screen game. So it's really going to depend, to depend on this defense and see, can you contain and hold down Kirk Cousins in this offense? I differ with you a little bit, AC, in the fact that I don't love the O'Connell hire head for head coach. Uh, mm. There's a lot of people that hire from the Sean McVay tree, and it has middling effects. I, For example, I don't think that the Bengals are a Super Bowl contending team because of their head coach. I think it's much more of Joe Burrow and the quarterback and the talent that uh, Duke Tobin is amassed there. So we'll see what happens in Minnesota, but I tend to think that they are, in short, they are a team that is a little bit ahead of where the Bears are in their schedule of rebuilding. I think that mm-hmm. I'm one who really appreciates Kwesi Adolfo Mensa's idea that, hey, we have a crew of players here that are worth building around, whether it be a Daniil Hunter, Dalvin Cook, everybody knows the name. And the term he's used is a competitive rebuild, where, sure, we need to rebuff up that secondary. So we'll draft Lewisine and we'll draft uh, Andrew Booth. But at the same time, we have a quarterback that can win us a good amount of games and get us into the playoffs if everything's perfect. Mm -hmm. So we're not going to just sit there and tear that down. And because of that refusal to completely remodel where the Bears are like, no, we, we probably have a lot more work to do. I think it puts the Vikings right now in week five, slightly ahead of where the Bears are uh, at this point. And so I have them losing this game. Probably, as a, like I said, as a score prediction, probably 21 to 17. Hmm. Yeah. Go ahead, Chris. Give your prediction. Yeah, I, I, I found this game really hard to predict. Um originally I put down this as a Bears win and it's like what it was like the first game I came to and I thought I didn't think about it, I thought I think I think the Vikings are a little bit ahead of us at this moment in time. So I changed that to a loss. But I think it would be a tight game. I don't, I don't think the, the Vikings will walk all over us at all. And uh, but I do put down uh, put it down as a loss. Yeah, it's just, it's just tough. Like Jordan was saying, uh how we're they're just at a different um, spot in, in in their team building than we are, in my opinion. And like I said, I think that the Akeem, uh, the Akeem Hicks loss is huge in this game because the way he's just the way he just wrecks their offensive line. Now maybe we'll see that out of um, some of the guys that we brought in. But I don't know. I maybe it's just my biasness, but I hold Akeem Hicks higher than anyone that we have currently on our defensive line, to be honest. Um, especially in this situation in this game. Because I mean, there's times where they hike the ball and he's back there. He could take the damn handoff from Dalvin Cook. He is mm-hmm. is how he's mm-hmm. been wrecking these, these games, and and he's still a free agent. So I don't, I haven't heard any uh, news or notes that the Bears have talked to him or anything. He might be a late body that they bring in, 
um, or something like that if he still wants to be a bear. Um, but we'll just have to see how that goes. And uh, so we've all got them three and two at this point. We just have them getting there in different ways, yep. I believe, right? You guys all had the Packers loss me, and a yeah. Vikings loss, and I had a San Francisco loss and mm -hmm. a Vikings loss. So we've Correct. all got three and two at this point. And uh, then we have a Thursday night game against the Washington Commanders, the uh, fighting Ron Rivera's. Um, and they come into town, <laughs> and honestly, I think – I don't know if they've talked about this on national football talk or anything – I think Ron Rivera's seat's getting a little warm up there in Washington. And uh, if he doesn't get something done this year, he might be looking for another job next year, which I think he's a good coach, and I think he will get that other opportunity. But I just don't know if Washington has it all put together, honestly. Uh, they made some questionable decisions in the draft. I think they traded down when they probably could have – you know, they could have stayed put and gotten, in my opinion, a better a better player. I believe that's the Olave trade, if I'm not mistaken. That was the the Saints moved up to grab Olave. Correct. They they could have gotten him and paired him with unless they think that that's what they've got with Terry McLaurin and they were just trying to let someone else have their Terry McLaurin. But man, I love Chris Olave, as you guys know. And uh, I think it really could have helped Carson Wentz out. I think the Bears get this win. I think it's a close one because both defenses I really I really like. Um, I, I, we're still a new one, but I like the pieces that we have. And the Washington Commanders, they've got uh, – they grabbed my guy Jamin Davis last year. So, obviously, I love that. Um, but uh, I think it's going to be a defensive battle that the Bears pull out in the end. What do you, what, what do you guys think? I think, man, I, I don't I don't trust Carson Wentz at all. Uh any anywhere the man is gone, you seen he's in Indianapolis. Indianapolis doesn't even hang on, hang on just one second, KB. Can you take a sip right quick from whatever you're drinking on over there? But you got some incredible Hulk over there. We you turning up early this morning. What is this is what I love you, man. <laughs> I saw he knows exactly what I got, bro. He just seen the drink. <laughs> yes, I'm drinking an incredible off this morning. Uh, yeah, we started it off early. For the for the folks that are, uh, uh, how do I word this? Urbanly inclined, or inclined <laughs> a little bit. That is a uh, that is a Hennessy and yeah, Alize, correct? Hip, hypnotic for me. Hypnotic, not, yeah. Hypnotic, hypnotic and Hennessy. That's the incredible Hulk. So. Uh, Turn up, KB, brother. I'll let you go ahead now. I just had to let you on the, just just so I could. I thought I saw it down there. I said, man, I gotta say something here. This is <laughs> this one, my boy. This man, me and AC have been vibing for a long time, people. I, we came on the show together. We met, and it was immediately like, no, nah, we we've been friends since we've been three. Like, but <laughs> uh, man, what was I saying? Oh yeah, oh we we get we get into this this, this uh this commander's thing. <laughs> the defensive line is incredible. Everybody knows it. Uh, but I, this this why I come to with, with these quarterbacks in these situations, man. I do not trust Carson Wentz at all, not in the slightest. This is not the same guy who was the MVP front runner for the Philadelphia Eagles. 
he's not the same quarterback. I don't. I guess the injury killed him. I don't know what happened. Whatever happened between the ears happened. Uh, I, I, this to me, like I said, very winnable game. They're coming to Chicago. I feel we'll be juiced, especially after we lose a, a, a very close game to Minnesota. And I, I feel like we we win this game. And it's I'm, I'm not going to say we handily beat them, like it's going to be an ass whooping, but I feel that it's going to be a ten point game. Uh, like I said, I'm at the point I'm at. I feel that we're gonna we're underrating what our offense is going to really be at this point. Uh, I, like I said, I, I, by, by the point we were week four, I felt like the offense was going to be starting to take off. I felt like Justin Fields is going to be really in rhythm with what he's doing. The, the You'll see all of this time he's put in with Darnell Mooney. All of this shit is going to start to take fruition. And uh, I also have Cole Komet. Uh, Darnell Mooney and Cole Komet are my two main, my main fixtures this year. They're going, we're going to take leaps because of those two players. So... I, like I said, I got us winning this game. I, I score wise, I don't know what the score will be. I just I just feel like it's gonna be us by 10 points. Okay. I guess I'll, I'll hop into it. So it's a tough one. I, I, I think Ron Rivera puts together respectable teams year in and year out. He's one of my favorite coaches. Uh I don't like Carson Wentz. I don't trust Carson Wentz, although I will admit he is a very streaky player. Uh but let me give you an example. Like what I think about Carson Wentz. I think that he went to one of the most ideal scenarios and situations that he could have gone into last year with a guy that firmly believed in him, an offense that was built around the run game and asking Carson Wentz to just make the right throws and don't throw the game away. And admittedly, if you're just a box score scout, he put up some pretty good stats doing that. And that is in the most ideal scenario. And still somehow, some way, despite those good stats, couldn't lift that team above the Jacksonville Jaguars at the end of the season. And I, it's just one game, but the reality is that is who Carson Wentz is. Mm-hmm. Even in ideal circumstances, there's question marks about what he can truly fulfill. And I think this is a game I have the Chicago Bears winning uh, in a primetime manner. I know, is it a Thursday night game? I think it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It, It'll be a short week, I get it. But, you know, the big concern for me in this, again, you, you heard me say this earlier, these teams that they're facing have good defensive lines. Like if you want to oh, talk yeah. about the, the best defensive lines in the league, mm-hmm. Washington's got it with Deron Payne, John Allen. They last they lost Matthew Ioannidis, but they've they've Montez Sweat and everybody else. So they have a good defensive line. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be imperative for the Bears to block that up and get just in time. You're not going to have an easy time running on those guys, but I think when it comes down to it, I mentioned how a guy like Aaron Rodgers understands how to take what's given to him and move the you know just down the down the the field in a progressive manner that is where i think a guy like carson wentz completely fails i think that if they can generate pressure on this defense he's a guy that's going to get you know baited by an eddie jackson or a jaquan brisker a kyler gordon type play where he's going to loft one up and it's going to cost them and i have the bears winning this game 24 to 17. Yeah, I think we'll learn a lot about our offensive line in this game. Like you guys mentioned, uh, Washington, uh-huh. they, they love some Alabama defensive linemen. I think they picked another one this year, didn't they? So they're, uh, they they're definitely loaded yes. up. And, Darian uh, Mathis. Yeah. And uh, Chase Young, to, in my opinion, I think someone just talked about him in the chat, if I'm not mistaken. 
OSU kid is a monster. I'm assuming that's what he meant to say, not a minister. But uh, yeah, Chase Young is a is a beast, dude, and uh, that'll be a that'll be man. Hopefully, well, we don't have Nagy here anymore, so hopefully they won't have a left tackle out there um, <laughs> um, on an island against a great pass rusher like they did in Cleveland last year. Um, yeah. But uh, go ahead, Chris, and, and give me your thoughts. Uh, I mean, I'm still in shock with uh, KB's choice of drink. <laughs> <laughs> my, 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 my prediction. I'm still shocked to KB. I thought that, that's a strange drink for this time of day. But hey, go man. ahead. <laughs> never, it's never too strange, but baby. I, I've got the bed. Uh, that's, you know what? The more the strange, the better it is. Thanks. But I've got the Bears beating the Commanders. Uh, I think, um, like like what you guys have said, really, I've never been a fan of Carson Wentz since he got injured. I think he's been a bit... I think he's been one of these callbacks who tries to do too much as well. Uh, and I think that can lead to some of his mistakes. But uh, I think this is another game, what, what, what the Bears have got to win, really. Because, you know, we've got quite a tough sort of stretch after that, a tough sort of three games. So I put that down as a home win. All righty, so if I'm trying to keep score here, we've all – I think we've all got them. Um, with, three and two. Yeah, yeah, three and two at this yeah. point in the season. Um, early in the season, looking decent. Uh, we'll see what the O-line, D-line have progressed to, you know, at this point. Um, and now we go on the road to a Monday night football game in uh, Gillette Stadium against uh, Bill Belichick and the – New England Patriots, and uh, I've heard everything that I've heard from all the podcasts going over the schedules is that the Patriots Stadium is one of the toughest ones to get into, I guess. Um, I guess there's like one road that leads all the way in, which is not very smart, Um, but uh, it is what it is. Uh, The Patriots have Mac Jones under center, and we've got uh, Justin Fields, and you want to talk about – questionable draft decisions. I mean, Bill Belichick gets a pass, but he grabbed a third-round center in the first round and traded up for a fifth or sixth-round wide receiver at 50. Uh, So, I mean, typically they give him the benefit of the doubt because he's considered the greatest coach of all time, but I think the Patriots are in for a fall-off this season. Um, They lost lost a lot of their linebackers. they and, and like I said, I really don't like what they did in the draft. I don't think they surrounded Mac Jones with enough talent, which a lot of people say about us, you know, that we didn't surround Justin Fields with enough talent. But if we made the same moves that the Patriots had made, we would be getting absolutely roasted. But because they have Belichick, they get the benefit of the doubt. I'm not sure if I want to call this a Bears victory just because of Belichick. Yeah. Uh, but I really think this is a closer game than a lot of people think. Maybe, maybe like 21 20 Patriots or something like that, like that close, like one or two point game. Um, in my opinion, I just don't like what the Patriots have done with their offseason. Uh, they did not attack free agency whatsoever. Uh, they, did not attack the draft whatsoever, and they're just trying to hope Belichick can do what he does. 
and uh and 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 go from there i guess but uh i think the the bears where we're at rebuilding and the patriots where they're at they're still a little bit ahead of us but i think it's a lot closer game than a lot of people are expecting yeah man uh when you look at this man the the you know what I'm saying the actual fan that you considers everything that you just said and I feel like you know what this game is a lot more winnable than what I first thought. Uh they lost JC Jackson, which to me was a big blow to that defense because he was he was a legit lockdown corner. Uh then you you kind of look at the the offense they they're kind of in the same predicament that we're in. It's just that McDaniels kept Mac on the schedule. It's take these take these dump routes, and we're gonna move the ball that way. So you losing shit. I forgot that. I almost forgot they lost McDaniel's. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> damn, shit. Now, now part of me is kind of leaning towards something else. <laughs> uh, I'm, but you know, I'm, I'm gonna stick to I'm gonna stick to my guns on this one. I, I, it's hard to go in the, in the New England and win. It, and it kind of it kind of spits in the face on things that I've said about how I feel the offense will start to turn. But uh, you know what I'm saying? Just this, the air on the side of caution and being realistic, I'll say it's going in a in a Gillette be a loss. It's gonna be a very, very close game, somewhere similar to what, what AC was saying. But I, I think I think they'll end up pulling this game out. But the the meatball fan of me says that Justin comes in and says that oh, I'm better than Mac Jones. And yeah, y- y'all like I, I have something to prove. So <laughs> I'm not gonna change I'm not gonna change my prediction, but I, I, I think Justin comes in and Justin has something to prove in this game. But I still got I, I still take the Patriots in this one. Go ahead, Jordan. Yeah, you know, this game is this it's funny to me because I I'm gonna defend the Patriots here a little bit. I promise I'm a Bears fan, but I think people are overly critical about the Patriots, what they're building. And I understand people don't like the Cole Strange pick and the Tyquan Thornton pick. I think that they are changing their offensive philosophy to a zone running scheme. And I understand a lot of people look at the Tyquan Thornton pick, like, what are you doing picking a six-round receiver? I think what they're doing is asking a 4-2 guy to take the top off and then allow guys like their two tight ends and – Kendrick Bourne and Nelson Aguilar to run underneath routes and then let Mac Jones be the trigger man to just nickel and dime you all the way down the field. And that's when they're not gashing you with Pierre Strong on the zone runs game. So I think that the offense is going to be uh, better than people expect. I think that there's a lot of concerns about the pieces they've lost. I'm not going to sit here and tell you they haven't lost a lot of pieces, but I think that they've also rebuilt with players that they think have a real role on this team. They lose one J.C. Jackson to add one Malcolm Butler. And I understand Malcolm Butler's coming off retirement. People don't know what he's going to bring. But if there's a place that I think Malcolm Butler can reclaim his skill, it's probably New England. They bring in Jabril Peppers, kind of that jack-of-all-trades jack player. Uh, they've, they've brought in pieces. Terrence Mitchell is somebody they acquired to be a cornerback. So they're not bereft of talent. And, of course, you still got Bill and, and his son, uh, Steve, running the defense there. So – Matt Patricia's back in the fold. I think that they're a more dangerous team than people realize. And I think going into Foxborough is always a difficult challenge, especially in week seven. I think it was around week seven ish 
that uh, that Brady and Mac Jones game happened last year, and it was like a rainy mess. So weather probably won't be great. Um, I think that this is a Patriots win over the Bears 24-14, 24-17 type game. What you got, Chris? Uh, yeah, I agree a lot what you guys have been saying, Real. I, th- I think this is going to be a Bears loss. I just, I just think it will be a close game, but I think it's two teams which are going to pass each other going different ways. I think the Bears are going to be going up and the pitch is slowly starting to have that decline of the empire sort of feeling to it to me. Uh, but I, don't, I, I do believe the Patriots are always going to be a good, a good standard. Um, and I think they might just have just a little bit too much for us uh, for the game. So, uh, yeah, I do put it to Bears' loss. All righty. So we've all got a loss here in New England. And um, after this, we go on the road to Jerry's world to take on the uh-huh. Dallas Cowboys, uh, the NFC East defending champion Dallas Cowboys. As KB said, they've lost a lot of people. Uh, you see that um, Amari Cooper is gone. Um, they've lost pieces on their offensive line. But they still got Zeke. They still got Dak, and they still got Micah Parsons, who I think is – a s- absolute stud. I know I'm not saying anything astronomical there. Uh, he can play all over the defense. Sorry, excuse me. Uh, and he <laughs> really gives them a lot of firepower on the uh, on the Dallas defense. Um, it's tough to go into Dallas and win, especially if you're rebuilding. I like the pieces that they have down there. Um, and I honestly, I've got the Cowboys winning this game. Uh, I think it's it, it it could be a close one, um, well, somewhat close. I think Dallas wins like twenty four fourteen or something like that. Uh, I just don't think we have enough, and it'll be huge on the offensive line. We'll, I mean, we'll see what our offensive line looks like at this point in the season. Um, if, if we can run the ball and control the clock, it might be a lot closer than what I just said. Uh, but I just I like Dak Prescott. I liked him coming out of college. Uh, and I think he's he's a good quarterback. A lot of Cowboys fans are not fans of him, but they weren't fans of Romo either, even though he was an undrafted free agent that all he did was win ball games, you know, regular season. Um, and, I, and I think the Cowboys win this game, honestly, I do. Uh, I just don't think we're at that point yet. I think it's a close one. I, I'm hearing what you're saying. But you, you, you know my stance has been what? I don't know what you, your mic just. Oh, my mic is my. Oh, all you're doing is popping. That's all I'm hearing. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me fix. Somebody else going here. Yeah, go ahead, I'll go ahead. <clears throat> I think this is a game that the Bears lose. <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna mince words here. I don't even think it's gonna be particularly very competitive. I'd like to say that they would. I'm probably going to be at this game. I'm planning on going to Dallas and Atlanta, taking a taking a plane flight to it. Yeah. But I think that this is a situation where they are – you talk about, like, real contenders. I think that the NFC East is always a little funky, but the Cowboys are a true contender. If there's mm-hmm. a guy that I really believe can dial up – I was worried about Wink Martindale. I'm absolutely worried about Dan Quinn, year two in this system, scheming mm-hmm. up Micah Parsons a year ahead of schedule – 
Demarcus Lawrence. I know everybody's, oh, well, they lost Randy Gregory. Yeah, they also brought in Sam Williams. You know, you got that. Uh, if I, I hate to say it this way, but if Justin Fields can be lazy on a throw to Rasul Douglas and watch pick six, you're going to see Trevon Diggs trying to bait him and jump those routes. And so yeah. I think it's going to be a tough game defensively uh, for the Bears offense. I think that their offense is going to struggle a lot versus this defense. And I do have real concerns about the Cowboys and the weapons that they still have. They've lost, obviously, Amari Cooper, but even Cedric Wilson and some other pieces there. Connor Williams is gone, but they brought in Tyler Smith. So I think that they've done a decent job refueling off the pieces that they've lost. I still think the real question I have is the receiver core, but I think Dak's a smart player, gets it to the right position. You know, we'll see what happens with Zeke, but Tony Pollard's a good player too. The offensive line still looks good. I think this is a 35-24 game. Uh, Dallas. Okay. Yeah. Uh, now back. Can y'all hear me? We good. <laughs> yeah, you're good. Mike, so Mike check one two so one two. Okay. All right, man. So okay. Like like I said, bro. I I hear what you're saying, Jordan. I hear you. AC, I hear you. This is where I come from. For whatever reason, Dallas seems like a team that the Bears play tough for whatever reason. I don't know. Mm-hmm. If we take the the America's team to heart and if we took it personal, I don't know. But I do not trust this team. They are one of the most up-and-down teams in the league, and for every year they are overrated. They are as overrated as Notre Dame is overrated every year. This is supposed to be America's team. Dak is supposed to be able to do no wrong. Zeke is a is supposed to be a, a a great running back, but Tony Pollard is the better running back. So I say all this to say you don't know if you're gonna get uh what's a gallop back at 100 by this point. He could still be rehabbing. He could be just coming in. Who knows? So that leaves you with Dalton Schultz and Jerry Judy to really worry about. Yes, the defense is great. The defense is phenomenal. But like I said, at this point, I'm expecting us to have taken off by this point on offense. I can give a damn about what this offensive line is really looking like at this point because I feel like the offense is going to be gelling. I feel like we have enough at this point. We we start to put ourselves together that we can steal this game because, like I said, I do not trust – I don't trust the Cowboys no more than I trust Carson Wentz and the fucking Commanders. Uh <laughs> Dak Prescott has shown a propensity to have erratic games where he looks like he should be the backup on the Jaguars. So I feel like we'll do enough to beat them in this game. I'm not going to say we're going to, it's going to be a, it's going to be a high scoring game. Maybe it's 17 to 14 bears pull this out. I just feel like we, we snatched this game from Dallas. I like the thinking Kirby there, but I actually I actually think the Cowboys are just going to beat us. I think they're just a little bit further along with their offense than where we are. And it absolutely yeah. sort of puts me in pain to say that because I despise the Dallas Cowboys as much as I do the Packers. Uh, it, all the American, oh, we're America's team and all that bullshit. I just despise them. But I think they're just a little bit further along their offense. But I think it'll be a close game. That's how I see it. But I do, I do see it as a, as a Bears loss unfortunately yeah I, i'm a little bit jealous of you jordan man this if there's a game i'd like to go to it'd probably be this one because i've 
is Dallas, you know, Jerry's world. It's a hell of a stadium, you know, I think a hundred thousand seats in it. It's just a massive, massive stadium, uh, there in Arlington. And, uh, yeah. Uh, so I'm a little jealous of you, but, um, we'll move on now. Cause, uh, in the essence of time, my wife has uh, already told me <laughs> we've got a brunch date today. So, uh, <laughs> oh. uh, I apologize, but, uh, Daddy can't be late, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Facts. Hey, see, hey, hey, just blame me. That's what all my mates do with their wives. They just blame me. So you can use me as a, as you know, blame on Chris. <laughs> so we'll move on to the uh, Miami Dolphins coming into town. Um, selfishly, I'm hoping it's a little bit cold and they have to deal with it since we get to go down there and deal with the heat all the time. Um, in week nine, it may be a little chilly. Uh, they've got a, they've got a, they've retooled their team, um, put all the pressure on Tua Tagovailoa to uh, succeed or not succeed. Um, and to me, at this point in the season, they will know whether Tua is the man or not. I'm wondering. I I don't know their cap situation, but I'm wondering if that is a sleeper spot for Jimmy G to wind up because of Mike McDaniel's and their relationship together if they decide to if they decide you know by the trade deadline that two is not the guy and they want to move on from him and maybe trade for jimmy or however they want to do it um but their offseason moves have been great and but i do believe that the bears win this game um i can't point exactly to where other than quarterback sure. play. <laughs> Other than quarter, yeah, exactly. Exactly, yeah. KB. Uh, quarterback play will be the biggest thing in this. I mean, they even tried to show a little hype video the Dolphins did, and it was an underthrow. To an underthrow, Tyreek Hill, he had to turn around and stop to make the catch on their hype video. Um, so I, 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 think, um, I think that the Bears win this game because of that. Um, I, I, it might be – I mean, it could be a close or it could be a high-scoring affair, depending on how our defense looks this year with the retool, you know, bringing in secondary help and uh, guys on the D-line, et cetera. Um, it could be like a 38-35 type game, honestly, uh, depending on, on, on how we look and how they look. But I think the Bears have just enough to win this game. And, uh, yeah, that's my thoughts. We're, go ahead, KB, what you got? I also had us winning this game, and it's squarely because of quarterback play. I feel like in this game we have the better quarterback. I can give a damn if they have the better wide receiver core. I can give a damn that they have the fastest wide receiver core. If you can't throw the ball deep because you don't have the arm strength, that neutralizes an aspect of what you're really good at. So that tells me that what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to throw these short routes. You're going to have to throw these screen routes. You're going to have to do all the shit that a cover two defense is – Technically, you're supposed to be able to take away. Uh, I like I said, I I'm just not sold on Tua. As 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 great as he was in Alabama, as great as he was supposed to be coming out, mm-hmm. I I do not believe that he is enough to beat us, even with the weapons that he has. I do not stand on this proponent that you give a bad quarterback good weapons and that he's supposed to be amazing or supposed to be able to be just league average because we've seen people with good weapons and just not be good. Uh, I Like I said, at this point, I don't trust Tua. 
I feel like, like I said, I'm, I'm going off again what I said. I feel like our offense is going to take off. I feel like we win this game. They come, they're coming to Chicago. They're playing on this field, a field that's been notorious to, to take away speed from people. So uh, I'm, I'm going with Bears on this one. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I think the situation here with Miami, it's funny because there's, I'm passionate about all the game. There's a game I'm passionate about. I have kind of a little bit of a cult following of Dolphins Twitter that follow me. And I go back and forth <laughs> about this game. To me, I hate to say it, but, and I'm not, I don't want to dismiss them. They're very talented on paper. They have a ton of talent. They've added legitimate names from Tyreek Hill to Teron Armstead. They've retained some good players like Emmanuel Ogba. I get all that. I just have to say, though, like at the end of the day, week nine, I doubt weather's going to be ideal in Chicago. Uh, you know, I uh, we'll see what happens. I'm not telling you it's going to be some snowed out game, but the reality is two is a guy that lacks arm strength and arm talent. Uh, and there's a reality here that he's accurate. He's got a tr- uh, trigger quick release, but he works best in ideal scenarios. And I just don't think Chicago ever really gives you ideal weather. And then you start thinking about what they're doing. I'll give you kind of the quick rundown. I think that what they're hoping to do with this offense is Tua can get a ball out there with enough time and it'll flutter and it'll float. But the reality is this is the same Lamar Jackson thing. Lamar Jackson has a much bigger arm. And that's holds another story where I actually think Lamar Jackson may be a dolphin next year. We'll talk about that different day, but they're going to try to run the ball and then open you up to where you bring a safety down and then we're hoping to get Tyreek Hill open on an alert and then Tua floats one out there. And even if Tyreek Hill has to come back to it, he's fast enough to do that and get upfield for a touchdown. If they can stop the run and you put the game on Tua's hands in an unideal scenario where the weather's not great, they're going to sit there and try to run mesh and throw screens and everything like that. But again, we're talking about Eberflus's defense. This is a team that's going to play press man, cover one, they're going to play a lot of cover two and say, okay, you want to run mesh, that's fine. But when we're playing in your hip pocket the whole way across the field, I how are you going to throw that in inclement weather? And I don't think that this is a game that Miami's going to win. That's not to say it's going to be a blowout, but I have the Bears winning 28-21. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean actually this is a win for the Bears. Uh, I, I mean, I wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me with uh, two of that. By the time they got to the, you know, playing the Bears, that they might be in a bit of a quarterback quandrum and having having a replacement playing for him. But yeah, I, I just I don't know why I just feel like the Bears are going to win this. I think the weather will have a lot to do with it if if the field's pretty crap. Um, but yeah, I think this this is this this would be a good win for the Bears. All righty, we'll just move right along to. Uh... Prime time game, not really, but uh, <laughs> Don Burr, if you're in the chat, brother man, we take on your Lions. Y'all come to town yeah. week 10, late man, in the season. We don't even we have to get into this, away. Dub. Just keep moving, Dub. Da, 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 da. <laughs> I want to say real quick, like, hey, Don Burr, just take a look at how Javis Williams looks at this photo. He's pissed. (laughs) He was like, I didn't even take a visit for this goddamn team, and they drafted me. Everybody's happy in this photo with Brad Hobbs and Dan Campbell. Jamison Williams like, what the fuck did I do to get put in this situation? 
Jamison Williams done called Calvin like, bro, how do I fucking get out? How? Yeah. Please tell me. <laughs> Jamison Williams going on IR in, in practice. You hear me? He says, you know what? Nah, I think I rolled my ankle. I can't run. I can't even walk. You're what walking happened, now. What had happened was. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, all, all jokes aside, Don. I like what the Lions have done this offseason. You know I love me some Josh Paschal. Obviously, I'm biased. Uh, I love Aiden Hutchinson. I like Jamison Williams if he can see the field. He does look fucking pissed uh, to be in Detroit. Maybe that's just because he uh, thought he was drafted lower than he should have been or something. I don't know. But um, I honestly think this is going to be a close game. Um and and by then we'll by week ten we should see uh, some dividends from the Lions draft picks and our draft picks. We'll see what what they look like uh, at this point in the season. I do have the Bears winning, um, but I do think it's closer than most things. I mean, hell, we beat we beat the Lions last year when we weren't even trying on Thanksgiving. We were literally trying to lose, and we still beat them with a the last second field goal. So to me, I just think the Bears are better talent-wise than the Lions. And, Don, I know you're not going to agree with me on that, and obviously it's coming from a biased perspective of a Bears fan, but I think the Bears win this game, like, I don't know, 21-17 or something. I do not believe in Jared Goff. I do not think he's good. I do believe that he succeeded under Sean McVay, one of the best coaches in the league. But since leaving Sean McVay, I've seen nothing. Trash! I have seen nothing that can give me any confidence in Jared Goff. And I know you're a, 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 a Lions fan, Don, so you're going to defend him tooth and nail, but I really don't see what you've seen out wait, of him. Wait, stop. D d don't, don't give Don no props right now because this man would be the same motherfucker that had Don Orlovsky at goddamn quarterback and acting like they're going to win 15 goddamn games. So <laughs> nothing Don says, I believe. I don't believe Detroit will ever be anything but a fourth-place team. They will never be out of the cellar. Y'all have been trash since they have been in the NFL. And y'all have ruined the careers of two of the greatest Hall of Famers to ever play the game, and Barry Sanders and Calvin Johnson. I do not want to hear shit out of them until they make the playoffs again. Until <laughs> you can at least be in third place in the NFC North. I do not want to hear a word out of Detroit Lions fans' mouth because y'all have not done shit. Y'all have not done shit in almost a decade. <laughs> so let's, let's be real, Don. Let's be real, Don. Can't be. I, I, I love the, I love KB drinking. I love the, the KB drinking guy. <laughs> but yeah, I, I agree with everything. I mean, I think I think it'd be I think it'd be like the day the end of the world day when I'd actually sit there and you know put Detroit as favourites. Uh, sorry, sorry, Donny boy. Uh, I think that's a win for the Bears. This guy, yeah. he says, poor guys will drinking. be hiding. So here's here's the deal, Don Burr. If week 10, you guys come to Soldier Field and beat us, I am extending an invitation for you to stop hiding behind a lion's hat as your profile picture. Come on the Barfly Tailgate Show. Tell Facts. us why we were wrong. And Facts. let us know what's up. So you want to talk about <laughs> hiding. You're a, you're a lion's cap in your profile picture. So... 
I said, if y'all win, come on the show and and I will bow down and allow you <laughs> to take over the AC show. It will be the Don Burr show for one Sunday. That is all you will get like, from me. Like I said, I, I found out Don Burr was a real person when he called in the Chicago Bears now. All right, the Chat Sports channel. If y'all haven't followed them, man, I, I'm giving free plugs because I like their content. Go check out Chat Sports, the Chicago Bears channel. Uh, Harrison Graham does a, a fantastic job. That being said. Yeah, but KBD, we showed it. It did have that sort of robotic voice up there, you know what I mean, when it's supposed to be like a cyborg <laughs> or something like that. Right, it was, I, uh, you know, if he sounds genuine. He's a black dude. He's a black dude. I give him. He's, he's definitely a black dude. I heard his voice. I said it wasn't because Harrison was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> he was like, you're real? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> KB, you could say that I couldn't say that, man. You know what I mean? It's funny. You <laughs> say that. <laughs> Look, that's why I'm here. I'm here to say the shit y'all can't say. But <laughs> like I said, uh, Don, if y'all beat us week 10, brother, free, free, you DM me. I'll get you on. I'll send you the link for you to come on the show with us, brother. If you beat us in week 10 in Chicago, free pass to come in, come in and talk all the shit you want to talk, bro. I, I am I am at begging you to do it just because I want to see your fucking face while you do it. Yeah. Right, go ahead, Jordan. No, you're good. I, I love this because, I mean, Don Bear, the Secret Bears fan, is always here. We're going to go at him today. And this is a situation now where you know I respect the way that they're building the team in Detroit. I think they're doing it the right way. That being said – I'm never going to give you guys credit until you earn it. It's the same thing. Like, you know, I'm trying to be fair. I'm not going to sit here and tell you the Bears are going to beat the Packers until they prove it. Facts. Just in the, in the same way that the Bears are little brother to the Packers, you guys are little brother to the Bears, the Vikings consistently. You are the seller. <laughs> you, are, you are the trash at the bottom of the barrel. Like, they, this is this is the worst, one of the worst franchises in the league. And it doesn't matter who you bring in. You can have Matt Stafford. It only took him one year to win a Super Bowl once he got out of Detroit. Facts. It's just, it's awful. So I'm, as much as I appreciate what they're trying to build there, until you show me otherwise, and you and I both know, Don, the reality is it's not this year. As long as Goff is your quarterback, you're not going anywhere. I mean, this is the guy that somehow fumbled a ball into Bilal Nichols' hands last year at Soldier Field. So I'm not worried about this team. I think they have a good defensive line. I think their secondary will be okay. Akuda's coming back. They brought in Deshaun Elliott, a few other players. All, all said, I still think Iberflus plays Goff in a way that Goff can't beat out this defense. And I think Justin Fields just runs the train on, on this defense the same way that he did last year. <laughs> just, I mean, here's the thing, Don. I'm going to end with this. You saw the Nagy-led offense whip out maybe two or three play-action passes. What happens when it's a real competent offense and Justin Fields gets to roll out on boots and nakeds and then is just hitting Valus Jones or Darnell Mooney with those moon balls over the shoulder into the bucket? Oh, oh, make make it even better. Make make it over the first round pick. That's a bust. It's gonna be it's gonna be nasty. Like I got this. I got this game thirty (laughs) one to like fourteen. It's it's not gonna be close. These are the Lions. You sell or dwell. You hang out at the bottom. You know when that changes, and we can talk. Hey, hey, I'm not even gonna give them the bottom of the barrel. 
they they the they the don't you know what like it rains and it gets in your trash and you get that you get the little water underneath your trash. That's the lions, all right. Y'all are trash, trash water. water. That's what y'all are. <laughs> the, lions, the lions are old cheese and hot garbage. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's move on now. We've uh, trashed the lines enough. We got another one down there and whatever, but uh, we'll, we'll move on to Atlanta. Uh, we, we travel on the road to Atlanta where they got Marcus Mariota, or we might see Desmond Ritter by then. Selfishly, I'm hoping we do because I want to see what Desmond Ritter can do in the league. Uh, the Falcons have a lot of weapons. Um, I'm not sure I believe in their coaching staff. Uh, I damn sure don't believe in Mariota because he was given the keys in Tennessee and couldn't get it done. Um, I think the Bears get another W here, and I think it really just comes down to where we're at versus where they're at. Uh, they 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 grabbed Drake Jackson or Drake London. Yeah, that one. <laughs> they grabbed him in the in the first round to have a big body receiver for them to throw to. Um, but I I I think we kind of can cancel him out with either one of our corners. Um, and I just think I think the Bears win. It might be a defensive game, like a 17-14, 14-10 type game. But I think the Bears win this game at, at Atlanta on the road. Yeah, this is this is one of the ones I looked at. Uh, I don't trust Mariota. Uh, I think you look at a point, like you said, at week by week 11, we might be seeing Desmond Ritter under center. You lose Calvin Ridley for a year. You got Kyle Pitts, who was a, who was a, an ultimate twist cheese weapon. The, the kid is the kid is amazing. He he can be Vernon Davis 2.0, but you know what I'm saying, but better. Uh, but they there's just not enough. Yeah, AJ Terrell is shut down. The kid is special. Mm-hmm. But this is a team I just see and I. Even my brother would tell you, he's a he's a Falcons fan through and through. They just do not have enough. He knows that this is a rebuild. He knows that they're they're starting from ground zero and going to start to build up. Atlanta might be a team that in two or three years might be leading the NFC South, but this is not that's this they're not at that point yet. I, I see the Bears going to Chicago, and I see us handling the Falcons easily. Uh. Yeah, this this is one of the ones I don't see that's going to be close. Yeah, I mean, I, I got to say, this game is, is another one I plan on being at. I hear Atlanta's great downtown, so I'm excited for that. But this is a game that I think people are sleeping on the Falcons. That's not to say that they're gonna, the Bears are going to lose to them. But I love what the Atlanta Bears, led by Terry Fontenot and Ryan Pace, are doing with some of the old cast-offs of the Bears, and that's a joke, but – when you actually consider what this offense is building, I love Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter was my QB1 in this class. I think he has a lot of room for growth. I think he's not perfect. But here's the thing. like People always knocked his accuracy, and I don't think it's as big of a deal as many people said. But Mariota's got some real accuracy issues too. And here's the beautiful thing that you're seeing. With this team, they drafted Drake London, big, mm-hmm. tall ball winner. They have Cordero Patterson, 6'2", 6'3", ultra-versatile, can play inside-outside running back. They just traded for Brian Edwards, a perimeter receiver. They also signed Auden Tate, a 6'5 guy. All of them are towers of players. And the idea is 
hey, our quarterbacks can be a little inaccurate, but as long as you can go up there and be acrobatic and stretch out and secure a ball, you don't have to be perfect. We don't have to have the quarterback put the ball right into your chest, right into the bucket. So I think that I like Arthur Smith as, a, as an offensive play caller. I think that they're going to cause some surprise fits for a lot of games this year and teams this year because of that inside-outside versatility where Pitts can play inside-outside. Drake London can be a power slot, move inside-outside. Auden Tate and Brian Edwards can be those speedsters on the outside. I just think that they have a lot of talent there that'll surprise people. That being said, I also, you know, you you have certain favorites, uh, AC. To me, one of my favorite defensive coordinators in the league is Dean Pease. And I think Dean Pease got dealt a raw deal with a lot of players that weren't quite what he was looking for, weren't great in talent. And no, they're not fixed. They're going to be a, a bottom team. But I think that they have some players there, whether it be A.J. Terrell, Grady Jarrett, Arnold Evichetti that comes in and provides some real juice off the edge for them. So I think this game is a lot more competitive than people think. That being said, I still have the Bears winning this game, uh, probably a 24 to, to 14 type game. I, again, I don't think Desmond Ritter all of a sudden is producing all-star games, but I think he can get the ball into De, uh, to Drake London Sands or, you know, Auden Tate, Brian Edwards, Cordero Patterson. And I think it'll be a fun game. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you, Jordan. Uh, I think this will be a Bears win. I think it'll be quite a close game, uh, but I, I just feel like we're just a little bit further down the line with our offense. Um, so yeah, I see this as a win, um, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think either side. I don't think it'll be a big margin be- between the two sides at all. Uh, I think we miss. I think we're just slightly ahead of them. Uh, but yeah, a Bears win for me, fellas. All right, and we'll move on to week 12 here. We go back up to New York, and we play the New York Jets, who absolutely killed the draft. Uh, In my opinion, they got the best corner in the draft, the best wide receiver in the draft, and one of the best pass rushers in the draft there in the first round. Now, you could say they had three first-round picks. Of course, they hit, but we've seen other teams have three first-round picks and not hit. Uh, I, I do believe the Jets did right. I love Robert Sala, the head coach they've got up there. And I think the Bears go up there and lose to the New York Jets. I know this is a uh, this might be a hot take, but uh, I, I really like what the Jets have built. And I think they're just a little bit ahead of us right now. Um, it, we'll see what Zach Wilson ends up being, but I liked him coming out. I thought Justin Fields was better, but I did like Zach Wilson as well. Um I think the Jets win this game at New York, and it's kind of a letdown game for the Bears. Uh, it'll be a it'll be a close one, I do believe. Um, like a I don't know a twenty. I keep saying twenty four, but man, it's a lot of twenty four <laughs> point games. Uh, like it might be a close one, like a like I don't know a twenty eight twenty four type game, but I do have the uh, New York Jets beating the Chicago Bears that week. Uh, I can't go with the win. I can't I can't go with a loss to the Jets, man. <laughs> I just can't. Um no I got I got us winning this game. I don't think that uh that that just Wilson uh, is gonna be enough. I don't like I said this I got I got a theme this year and it, it it it's all built off whether or not their quarterback is gonna be good enough. And I don't believe that the Jets have the quarterback to do well enough to beat us. So I feel that Justin Fields comes into this game and he definitely takes it personal that this man was basically drafted above him 
and was pretty much preached that he was better. So, uh, yeah, I, I got us going into New York just to keep things you know, in quick in the name of if time. I got us going to New York and beating the Jets. Yeah, I'll try to be quick here. I, I got the Bears. This is a very good toss-up game. I'm not too sure that I believe uh, in one strongly one way or the other. I think the, the Jets have done a lot of good things. I will say, though, that at the end of the day, I have to be fair and consistent. If I'm going to sit there and trash the Detroit Lions and these other cellar-dweller teams and say, you got to prove it before I'm going to just give you wins, I feel that very much the same way here. The Jets and the Jaguars, the Lions, they always have good off-seasons. And for some reason, they're always picking in the top five the next year. So I see a situation here where I got to give a lot of credit to the Jets. I think they're in year two of the system. They actually have a quarterback support staff around Zach Wilson that they didn't have last year. Uh, their quarterback coach died tragically and a bunch of other stuff. I, again, I don't think a lot of fans realize the turmoil that Zach Wilson had to go through. I'm a little bit of a Zach Wilson apologist. I think this will be a good game. I think it's going to be tooth and nail fighting. I'm going to go with the Bears in a – and this, again, this is one where I see it going either way. But as a obviously, obviously I'm going to have navy and orange glasses here. I have the Bears winning this game 21-17. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm exactly the same, Jordan. I, I think the Bears will, will, will win this game. I just think our quarterback's better than theirs. And I think that's what it's going to come down to. But I don't think it'll be a flashy game at all. But I do think we've just got like a little bit more quality on offense. Um, so, yeah, a Bears win for me. All righty, we'll just continue moving on here. We've got the second matchup with the Packers coming to town, a 1 o'clock kickoff uh, Eastern time um, against the uh, against our Chicago Bears. And I had us pulling the upset in week two, but I think by week 13 <laughs> uh, the Packers have their team chemistry correct, and they come into Soldier Field and they win a hard-fought game. Uh, we might see like a man, Justin Fields. I love the guy, but we might see like a last a turnover in the final two minutes to give the Packers that last uh, <clears throat> that last possession they need to 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 beat our Bears in this game. So I've got the Bears losing this game at home to the Packers. All right, man. I see you with the with the with the early the early season dub. Understand? <laughs> I feel everything that you were saying. But like my boy Jordan said, man, I, I until I see us beat the the Packers consistently, man, I, I can't not say that I don't believe they'll beat us. So whether or not I I really want the shit to happen or not, it's just hard to pick the pack pick against the Packers in this. So I got the Packers still winning this game. Uh, I, they're gonna sweep us more than likely. So yeah, I, I got the Packers winning this game. Yeah, I mean, for me, I think it's it's relatively much the same of what I said, except just more evolved. If there's a game that I think that if the Bears are going to beat the Packers, it's going to be early on in the season when it's early. They Aaron Rodgers hasn't developed a true chemistry with his receivers. The game plan isn't fully fleshed out. This is just going to be an evolved case of I had them losing a week two. This is going to be worse. This is going to be Christian Watson getting on a more better page with Aaron Rodgers, a better court. Amari Rodgers filling into his role as that slot receiver, that new Randall Cobb. You know, we'll see what happens with Sammy Watkins and Alan Lazard. But this is – and defense defenses tend to get better as the year goes on. I know they start out hot, but the reality is those team, those defenses rely on chemistry too. All of a sudden, the secondary starts gelling, understanding the calls, who's taking what, responsibilities. 
that that front seven is going to be nasty with Devontae Wyatt. I, I don't think this is a close game. I think the Packers end up probably beating the Bears here at 35-14 type game. Yeah, unfortunately, I agree agree with you, Jordan. Um, I just I just don't think we've got the quality yet to, to beat the Packers. Um, I know it absolutely pains me to say it, but I, I think we are, they're going to get a sweep on us this year. Um, but give it another couple of years, I think it could be the other way around. So that's the way I'm looking at it. But as, lo- as long as we don't get hammered or we make really, you know, stupid mistakes, then, you know, that that be, you know, as long as see improvement against the Packers. But no, unfortunately, I think they're going to win. Yeah. And then week 14 is our bye week. And then the week after that, the Philadelphia Eagles come to town. And this is a team, I love what they've done this offseason. Uh, Adding A.J. Brown is huge, bro. Right, yeah. right. They add A.J. Brown. They did a damn good job in the draft getting uh, Jordan Davis and guys like that. They've still got Fletcher Cox. Uh, so you, you talk about our offensive line struggling. This one is, I mean, and it's right up the middle to me. Um, it, it's going to be difficult to, to cover those guys. I think this one honestly could get ugly. Um and I, and, and I think the Bears lose this game like, uh, I don't know, a, a 35 to 20 or something like that. I really don't think it's a close game. I just think the Eagles are a different place than us. I love Jalen Hurts, and they've put a lot of pressure on him to be the man by going out and getting him weapons. Uh, I like what the Eagles have done building that team, and I, I, just, I just don't think we're there yet in this, in this matchup. Yeah, man, I, I I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and agree with you on this one, man. At, at first, I was kind of I was kind of leaning towards, hey, <laughs> the Bears will win this because maybe Jalen Hurts isn't there. They they have so much, man. They have mm-hmm. so much. This is gonna be a tough game to come out of. Uh, I mean, come into especially with that loss that I'm I'm guessing that we'll have to the Packers. So. Yeah, I'll I give the, the Eagles the, the nod on this one just for, you know what I'm saying? I, we can't really go with <laughs> – we can't really go with weather on this one because Philly is – is they play in the same weather that we play in down there. Right. So, yeah, I, I, I'll go ahead and I'll give Philly the nod on this. Yeah, their their corners are suspect. That Shit, their whole secondary is technically suspect. <laughs> now that I think about it, but – I give them. I just give them a nod on this one. I think. I think hurts. Hurts. I, I had. I like hurts. I, I felt like the Bears. I wanted the Bears to draft him, and then Philly taking him just kind of threw the curveball and shocked the shit out of me. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like this year he starts to put it together. This year three, he has no excuses. You got. You have a legit number one. You got a legit number two. You got a solid tight end. You got a good running game. You got a decent mm-hmm. O line. Jalen Hurts should if if we put Justin Fields in that conversation, we would be expecting Justin Fields to be an MVP conversation. Mm. So, I, I I give I give the Eagles a nod on this one. Yeah, I mean it's it's funny here because I hear all the positives about the Eagles, and I I don't want to dismiss them. There's a very few games on the schedule where I said early on, clear wins, clear losses, up in the air. The two I feel most up in the air on are the Jets and the Eagles, the games that I could see going either way. But at the end of the day, you're saying if we had Justin Fields in that situation, KB would be an MVP. And that's the beautiful thing is that we have Justin Fields, they don't. 
Facts. Jalen Hurts is not Justin Fields. And I like Jalen Hurts. I like a lot of what he can do. But he hasn't proven to be a, a great passing quarterback. They've had to really scheme that game around him by creating an option run game, running with uh, Miles Sanders, trying to – and they use that offensive line beautifully. I don't have a lot of negative to say about them. Jordan Davis is going to be a handful up in the front for Lucas Patrick. N'Kobe Dean is going to be running around ideally. I think this is going to be an all-out, drag-out dogfight, but at the end of the day, I think Justin Fields and the Bears find a way to pull it out simply because I also think Matt Eberflus is going to do a great job forcing – Jalen Hurts to beat him with his arm, and I'm not sure he can do that. Yeah. I mean, this, this were another game for me where I originally put down as a Bears win, but I just sort of a little bit of a think about it and sort of went, went, went for an Eagles win. I just think their offense is just further down the road than we are. Uh, and I think, uh, I, think they'll, they'll, I don't think it'll be a very high-scoring game, but I think uh, the Eagles might just squeeze out. It's due to the fact that I, think, I just think their offense is like an – higher level than what we are at the moment. Yeah, I agree with all that. Uh, so we'll just uh, continue moving on. Another disgusting game. I believe this one is um, Christmas Eve, if I'm not mistaken, or Christmas Day, something like that. So, yeah. um, so the NFL gave the Bills a Christmas present in allowing them to come play a Chicago Bears team that at this point I believe we will be looking at the draft. Um, and I think it gets ugly fast. I don't think we can keep up with Josh Allen or any yeah. of the weapons they have on offense. Hey. You know, they've added Vaughn Miller to their defense, and they went out and drafted Kyrie Elam, one of my favorite corners, to put him on the other side of uh, Tredavious White. I think this game gets ugly. I think it's ugly by halftime, to be completely honest. I think this could be like a, honestly, 42-14 to 14 Bills win. I do not think we have the talent to keep up with them, and I, it pains me to say it as a Bears fan. I don't even know if I'm going to watch this game. <laughs> I'll, I'll watch them all. I'll watch them all. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but, uh, but I do think this game is going to get ugly. I just think – I think Bills are Super Bowl or bust. And yeah. And, and I think they're going to flex their muscles on us a little bit. Uh, I got to I got to agree with you, man. But I, I don't think it's going to be the blowout that you believe. I think we'll play them a little tough. I don't I don't think that when I'm saying I play, we'll play them tough, I don't believe that we'll be in an earshot of winning. But I feel like we'll we'll play them tough enough. Uh, of course, I got the Bills winning this game. Josh Allen is is a phenomenal talent. Their their team lost nothing in game, bro. They gained everything. Yeah. <laughs> like this is 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 what what they say the the one saying about the the half a dozen shit and whatever to the other half of it. I don't I don't know. I'm trying to make some shit up in my <laughs> head. I see it coming out. What I'm trying to say is that the Bills are my Super Bowl pick. Yeah, I feel like it has to be them in the Super Bowl this year. They'll probably bust our ass. We'll probably show enough that they'll say, "Oh my God, yeah, you, you tickled us." But we should have, we should have aimed for the head type shit. So I give the Bills this game. This to me, this is an easy dub for them. They're they're Super Bowl bound. So yeah, I, I think you know to me it's it's very interesting to see what Brandon Bean and the Bills have built. I mean, you want to talk about a team building philosophy. I think that they're some of the best in, in the ways that they've done it. And they've strategically tried to put certain money around players, Von Miller, 
securing draft picks like James Cook to be that receiving back out of the field. They've made these moves strategically in an effort to say, are these the final pieces that can push us over the finish line to, to win a Super Bowl? And I, I, I don't think it's going to be as ugly as you're saying, AC, but I don't think it's going to be particularly close. Um, I Ugly is, is that New England Patriots playoff game where they're just running spears the whole time and crossers and single high can't keep up with them and it's a nightmare. I think, again, Flus, this defense, we've seen it in Chicago before. They play tough. It's never an easy out. That being said, I don't think it's I don't think it'll be close. I think Justin Fields is gonna have his own struggles with the same very, very similar defense with Leslie Frazier running the defense out there. They've lost a few defensive line pieces, which is why they've continuously stocked up on defensive line. They lost Mario Addison, Jerry Hughes, but they have AJ Epinesa, they have Greg Rousseau, other players coming in, Ed Oliver's still there. So I think this is a game where the Bears would be lucky to score 14, and I think Buffalo's rolling around 28 to 31. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is the other game, really. When I was looking down at the schedule, I thought, you know, we could get a really good kicking in this game. You know, it could be a real lopsided game. I just think Buffalo are, are like at a, a complete different level to where the Bears are at the moment. It's like KB said, you know, they're sort of Super, super Bowl or bust this year. Yeah. So, I, you know, I'm hoping that, you know, we sort of, you know, we, we sort of play well and sure. And sure you know, cause I, for me, I always want to see improvements in every game. So, um, but I actually, I can't see us, I can't see us handling the, the Buffalo Bills at all. I see them, them, them beating us at, at quite a large margin. Yeah, I like what you said there, Chris. Take a good kicking, I think is how you, how you put it. That's, uh, that's definitely. That's what we uh, say over here, mate. Yeah, take a yeah, good kicking. That's, 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 a, that's some good across the pond slaying there. There you uh, go. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I think, it, I think it'll be ugly, um, but. It is what it is because we got to basically a buy the next week. Uh, we go on, <laughs> go on the road to the Detroit Lions. Another you know, dub. Let's be real. Who, uh, yeah. at, at this point in the season, both teams will be looking at the offseason and looking at the draft. Um, to be completely honest, uh, the Lions might have a top five pick and um, looking at who, what quarterback they're going to bring in to fix their offense at that point because uh jared as i said before jared goff ain't it brother i know you love him don burr and you come into the chat every week and you talk shit about our quarterback uh, because <laughs> he hasn't done anything but your quarterback has done absolutely nothing since he went to detroit uh it really helps when you have a hall of fame coach in uh sean mcveigh in la that you do not have with dan campbell the team plays hard for him but we're not seeing. We haven't seen Dubs on the field yet. I think this is another win for the Chicago Bears, and uh, it might be one of those where Bears fans are upset because we hurt our draft pick. But I don't. I mean, I want to win every game we play, and I think we do win this game late in the season at Detroit. So, so, so going off of what I've been saying, th- this Bears team might be pushing for playoffs. Yeah, it sounds it sounds crazy. It sounds it sounds ridiculous, but. I'm I'm looking at something along the lines of a ten and seven or eleven and six type season uh, that can be the, that can be the that the ceiling for us. Uh, the floor could be a six and eleven, but what I'm looking at right now, man, yeah, we beat we beat the Lions. I'm is I'm not even there. Be no no world, no universe. I don't care if you go through the multiverse and madness and Ryan is evil <laughs> in fifteen other universes. 
I will never sit here with a straight face and tell you I picked the Detroit Lions to beat the Chicago Bears because that should have never happened. So me picking the line, uh, me picking the Bears in this game, of course, but absolutely. This schedule was not tough at all. <laughs> if we were eight and eight last year and we were trash, yeah, yeah, this is a dub. I'm sorry, this is a dub. <laughs> we're at this point, we we're we're looking at a playoff berth. We're sniffing it at this point. So yeah, you know, you know, it's it's KB slay slay Don, and I love it because I got to be honest here. Like Don, this is a message for you. <laughs> I meant it. I said I respect what they're trying to build, but I'll never forget when I'm watching the draft coverage every year the last two years. And you know, you got Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes, they're slapping tables and go, woohoo, because they drafted Aiden Hutchinson or Penay Sewell. And then you get Sheila Ford Hamp on the phone. Here, let me let me hand the phone over to our owner, Sheila. Hi, Aiden. Hi, Penay. Uh, it's one pride here. Do you are you gonna help us turn this? <laughs> Are you going to help us turn this ship around? Oh, wait, hold on. You guys are still fourth place every year. Like, Don, I need you to realize your role. I need you to sit here. You couldn't sniff Chicago Bears jockstrap every year, Don. Aldo, 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 we got to pull this audio. We got to pull this audio. And make sure Sheila knows this ship is still stuck in the basement. It's still shipwrecked. No ship is being turned around. It's not one pride. It's one failure. It's one consistent fourth place team. The Lions are trash. I'm done. They win. Bears are winning, okay? It's going to be Justin Fields bombs all day. We're talking 28 28 10. Like, it's not going to be close. Uh, I, I, I agree, Jordan. That, 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 that would just awesome, Jordan. I just completely agree with everything you said. That I, I just put this down as a Bears win because it's, it's the Lions and we always beat you, mate. Uh, but yeah, I, 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 I don't, I don't see the lines. No, let's just say a Bears win. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, kind of tough to follow Jordan there. He, it is uh, a bit really, you know what I mean? Stole the show on that one. Uh, I didn't so... know if I'd like try and do like a song and dance to train, you know, come after <laughs> Jordan after that. Well, it's true, guys. You guys have seen it every year. Brad Holmes is slapping tables going wild, and Sheila, yeah, one pride. And uh, I just want Don to realize, bro, y'all aren't within 25 games of the fucking Bears, bro. It the the all-time series 104 to 75 in five ties. Bro, stop it, bro. We don't want to hear it. Y'all are bottom four every year. Y'all are picking <laughs> in the top 10 every year. It's for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> y'all have been rebuilding since the NFL has started. Just saying. Yeah, there's a lot of people in the chat saying like, yeah. There's a lot of people in the chat saying we're going in on Don. Hey, I, it's all fun and games. I know these other guys love you, Don. I gotta be honest. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like really hate anybody, but I, I take I take pride and joy going in on you here. I take taking you to chat because you are a troll. You provide no real substance to anything. Detroit versus everybody. We win in the north. You can't even get to third place. Like I'm done. I'm done, Don. Like you want to be here, go for it. But no, I'm not your fan. I'm not your friend. I'm gonna go in on you every time I can. Thank you. <laughs> well, speaking of third place, um, the final game of the season, the Vikings come to town, and ah, uh, this is gonna be a difficult one. I mean, like I had said earlier, the Vikings have a loaded team. They do. Uh, we are at home. 
finishing out the season, this is one of those, for me, a toss-up game. Um, having the home field advantage, they, as KB was saying, we could be looking at a playoff push. So this game could come down to, depending on what the Packers are able to do, uh, this game could come down to whether win and you're in or lose and go home and have a middle-of-the-round draft pick. Um, it's, it's really difficult for me to pick either way. But I'm going to be biased. I'm going to be a Bears fan. I say the Bears finish the, finish the season out strong with a dub against the Minnesota Vikings at home. Um, it could come down to a last-second field goal or something, something screwy happening, Kirk Cousins turning the ball over. I'd love to see Eddie Jackson get back on track and maybe take one to the house to, to win this ball game. But uh, I've, I've got the Bears beating the Vikings in week 18, the end of a long, long season. I haven't kept up with my wins, losses, uh, so I'm not sure where we're at at this point. Maybe we'll, I'll go back and listen and take some notes or something, and maybe I'll come back on our next Barfly Tailgate show, mm-hmm. and I'll have our predicted record for the Bears, and, uh, and we'll continue from there see who's got the see who's got the best bet. All right, man. See, this this is why I, I lead into us sniffing the playoffs and me kind of quelling a lot of of what fans feel about this wide receiver core and all of the, all of this jazz, man. Because yes, I got us winning this game. Like I said, we're sniffing the playoffs. The Vikings are coming to us. I think if at this point, if the Bears are are playing for something, we're going to see a different animal. You're going to start to see what Ibrahimovic wants out of this team. Now, does that say that we get in? No, not saying that in the slightest, but this is also something I'm going to preach. We do not know how the Green Bay Packers are going to fare against other teams this year. We do not know how they're going to fare in the division. Yeah, we saw the the, the trash Detroit Lions sneak a win in. Uh, the Vikings always play the Packers tough. And then whatever the Packers schedule is, I guarantee you they're going to be played tough by other teams. So with all that being said, I say this about uh, I'm, I'm going to say this because I know we we're in the essence of time, but Ryan did a little 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 bit of uh did a little bit of work, all right? Because I you know I was bored. I, I get tired of people talking about the, the the Bears offense and everything like this. Now I'm gonna ask this question to y'all: When we get talked about the Bears offense, who do we get? Who do they say that our offense is going to mimic the most? San Francisco. Why yeah. zone run scheme? We're we're running the 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 forty nineers offense since twenty seventeen. The point where Shanahan has taken over, the forty ers offensive uh, wide receivers have been twenty seventeen. Pierre Garcon, Marquise Goodwin, Trent Taylor, Kendrick Bourne, Audrey Robinson, Victor Bolden. Twenty eighteen, Garcon, Goodwin, Bourne, Pettis. Holden, Dunbar, Taylor, McCaffrey. 2019, you draft Debo. He has a fantastic year. He puts 800 yards receiving, not 1,000. And I want to preference this. The 49ers have not had a 1,000-yard rusher since Shanahan has taken over. Debo, Emmanuel Sanders, Kendrick Bourne, Marquise Goodwin, Jordan Matthews, Dante Pettis, Richie James. 2020, Debo Samuel was hurt. You got Brandon Ayuk, who had a decent year, put up almost 800 yards. They had Matt Cole, Richie James, Kendrick Bourne, Matt Cole, 
River Craft, Quack Craft, whatever. Like I said, Debo <laughs> Hurt, Jordan Matthews, Muhammad Sanu, Trent Taylor, Kevin White. Okay, we go into 2021. Debo Samuel, Ray Ray McLeod, Marcus Johnson, Brandon Ayuk, Danny Gray, Keyshawn Johnson, Jawan Jennings, Malik Taylor, Austin Mack. I'm saying all of this to say this. This team has been 10 and 7, 6, 10, 6 and 10, 13 and 3, 4, 4 and 12, 6 and 10. Has any wide receiver core that I have named been any better than what the Bears have right now? The 49ers have not had a legit number one wide receiver until the past year where Debo surpassed 1,000 yards for the first time in his career. George Kittle was the other under, under factor into this equation because he went for 1,300 yards one year and 1,050 the other year. When I say Darnell Mooney and Cole Komet are going to be your biggest pieces, the running game is going to be your biggest piece. Bears fans, I need y'all to chill. Just because we didn't go get Michael Gallup, we didn't go get my man that plays for uh, Tampa Bay, all these big names. You don't need big names in this offense. You need people who are good at what they do. Separation. Byron Pringle, Bayless Jones Jr., they separate at an elite level. We. This is what you need. You need people who are big in the end zone. St. Brown, Cole Komet. Hell, I'm I'm on board with Dante Pettis. I, I I have not fucking shied away in the least, in the least, about how how well I think Dante Pettis can be can what he can be in his offense. Because like I said, he's Chris Olave esque. I'm not gonna say they're the same player. He's Chris Olave esque. They're both body type wise, size wise, speed wise, right around the same. It's about how you use these players. So when you sit there and say, I see people say we have a bottom five wide receiver core, that's fine. But when you see this team has a possibility to go 10 and 7 or 11 and 6, that's the, that's the, that's the ceiling to me. That's you sniffing the playoffs. That's you being either first or second in the division. There's the chance to do all of that. It all hinges on how this team develops and these coaches coaching. So I'm going to go ahead and let y'all get y'all time because that's that's what I needed to say because I did that research. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I have to see because we, we, we praise Shanahan to the utmost in the NFL. He has not had a number one receiver until Debo Samuel decided to be Debo Samuel this year. Um, well, if you want to, you can go ahead and hit your shout-outs or whatever you want oh, to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. We'll try to close this thing out because we on time. Here. Yes, I am off the Incredible Hulk. I don't give a damn what y'all saying. It's not, it's not changing how I do things. It's not changing how I feel about things. It, I, I don't get, I don't drink and I don't get impaired by it. It's not me. So what I'm saying, man, shout out to y'all fans. Shout out to everybody that shows love. Smash that like button, man. It helps in the YouTube algorithm, man. We're trying, to, we're trying to get around for folks, man. We want people to see our content. That being said, I love y'all, man. Y'all know that to my heart, man. I, I text y'all. I love y'all. Uh, Aldo, you do a lot, man. We appreciate you. And uh, man, check check out everybody else on the on the on the, the barroom network, man. We talk White Sox, we talk Cubs. Yeah, the basketball season's over. We had a basketball channel, man. Check check us out, man. We always have content for for everybody that's always available, man. 
And I also give my shout-outs to other other networks, man. Like I said, I, I shouted out Harrison Graham and Chicago Sports uh, Chat Now, whatever they, they shit is. He does – he has phenomenal content. Uh, if you're looking for Bears content, man, and we don't have any out at the time, go check him out. He's putting out videos daily. Uh, and then we also we also got other people on other networks, man. I'm not going to get into because it is what it is. But love y'all, man. Smash the like button for us, man. I love my boys on here. Go ahead, get up out of here. Hell yeah. Go ahead, Jordan. And then Chris, you can follow him and I'll finish this off. Absolutely. Barflies, thanks for joining. This is always a fantastic time. It's a great way to start, you know, a new week, Sunday mornings. It's always my, my favorite part of the day. Uh, KB brought the fire. I love that last point. If we had more time, I'd talk more about it. Maybe we'll pick it up next show. I think it's a really salient point about the receivers in San Francisco. Hello, boss man. You're here. I appreciate you more than you know. Everything that you do for the channel. And KB really hit it on the head. If you're not following Barroom Network, hanging out, watching different shows, I'm not – I got to be honest. I'm not even a much else outside of fighting and and football. But just even listening to Crosstown, Crosstalk, you know, hockey – baseball they had gabrielle star on this week i'm learning a bunch about sports that i don't even really have an interest in but that is the power of aldo gandia the guy that puts together talent from around the world to talk about all things chicago sports and it's not even just limited to sports it's science fiction it's yeah. you know dan and aldo bear their souls which i had a great time with you Aldo, this week talking and it's uh it's been an utter joy ac c-dub chris kb you guys are wonderful you you help me expand and understand my my views on the game, and it's just always a wonderful time. And Barflies, you make this all possible. Please do us a favor. Like the video, share it, subscribe. I know it's just – it sounds like a hacky talk, but it really – it helps the channel. It helps us grow. It helps – if you like the content, imagine who else isn't even aware of it that would love it as well. We want to make this a loving community of Bears fans that talk. And even Don Don Burr, I call you Don Burr because you're you're secretly a Bears fan. I, I don't love you. You're kind of like that redheaded stepchild, but you're part of the family here. So we appreciate you coming on. Just throw like, subscribe, and uh, you know we'll, we'll hopefully have you on the, the the show soon. So that's my shout outs and uh, much love to all you Barflies. Bear down. Cool, cool. Yeah, I just like to say, uh, yeah, thank shout out to you guys. It's like my favorite time of the of the week is when we get a chance to speak speak football. Um, I think really that we should, uh, you know, I love KB drinking, so I think we should all do a show where we all just drink throughout the show. Yeah, <laughs> Uh, I'll keep it short because I can feel like AC's wife's just going to pull him out of shot any minute. So, um, yeah, big shout out to everybody in the chat. Everybody have a good week. Look after each other, respect each other, and uh, I'll see you on the next year. Absolutely. Uh, First and foremost, shout out to everybody in the chat. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, we, we, We always have a good time when we get together. Uh, KB having his incredible Hulk this morning. You know he's having a good time. <laughs> Chris has usually got them Coronas flowing, so he's a, he's having a good time. This might be a little <laughs> early for Jordan to have a drink or two. Maybe some mimosas in the future. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> it's always a mystery what's in the Bears' mind. Hey, well, I was going to say, yeah, it's probably straight whiskey or something. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, definitely, definitely bear down. Uh, listen to the Ballroom Network. Uh, we got we got everything. We got Cubs talk. We got Sox talk. Even though my Cubs are struggling, um, we got Bulls talk when it when that season's going. We got hockey talk 
just like Jordan said, the science fiction, I think they just went over the Doctor Strange movie, which my wife is pumped about because that's her favorite in the Marvel Universe, if you guys are into that. Uh, science fiction. Fantastic movie. Yeah. Dan and Aldo Bear, their souls is always a fun listen. I got to listen the next day because they start so late. But uh, I always go back and listen on Spotify. Uh, if you guys can give us a like, share, comment, all of the above, go on our Spotify, hit us with the five stars. Or if you're a iPhone listener, go uh, go to the the pod app and uh, leave us a rate and review, please. We, we surely do appreciate it. That will get um, the ballroom message out and have, and hopefully we'll build this community that we've got going on of barflies. Um, but, uh, I was going to say something and I can, it completely slipped my mind, <laughs> but, uh, definitely shout out to shout out to y'all, man. I, I love coming on here every week on the AC show and, 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 and talking <laughs> bears, uh, you know, we have the fucking figures. <laughs> Yeah, 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 and uh, Jordan, you've it's been a it's been a pleasure. You've been an excellent yes, addition sir. to the Barfly Tailgate Show. Yeah, Chris, we brought you in last year, and you've continued to grow and build your uh, on-air persona. I guess I can say just being yourself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, you uh, just being really polite, aren't you, really? <laughs> man, I mean, I'm I mean, I love coming on talking with you guys. You know what I mean? I love talking bears. Yeah, and I love talking bears with people who are a little bit knowledgeable. Uh, you know, you know, um, a lot of, uh, a lot of times I'll talk to bears fans and they, they, they don't know much about the draft class. They don't know much about who's coming out and stuff. I feel like we have good knowledge of who we're yeah. looking at and what's yeah. going on on the field. Not just like, you know, I like football or whatever. Um, I remember what I was going to say now, my son started football He's been doing oh. conditioning the, the past week, and he's got another conditioning oh, the week yeah. after. And then he's got football camps the week after that. He's loving it. He's telling me he comes oh, off good. the field every day. He's like, football is so much fun, Dad. And I'm like, kid, I've been trying to get you to play for five years, and you've been telling me no every year. <laughs> you could have been doing this, but uh, he's loving football, my and I'm son, loving that he's son. loving football. Um, so shout out to my son, Scotty, for putting in the work in the offseason. And uh, Good man. next week, I don't know if Brother Gaines is still in the chat or not. I am going to Washington, D.C. next weekend. And uh, if oh, he nice. is there, I'm going to have to hit him up and see if we can go out and have a drink at some point. Um, I've already bought Cubs tickets for my vacation in June. We're going up there for Father's Day, so I, uh, you know uh, what? I might, I might have to intercept you and uh, go go up there with you, man. Hey brother, Wrigley Field, man, you gotta man. you gotta experience it at least once. You know oh, what I'm saying? Thanks. So, uh, so I'm going up there for that for Father's Day, and uh, really excited about that. But um, I'm not sure when we'll have another Barfly Tailgate show uh, because I, th I think they have a camp this week or something. But, yeah. Uh, we, so we might hop on next week. I'm not sure yet. Uh, we'll probably figure it out around Thursday or something. I'll shoot you guys a text and let cool. you know. All right. Um, but. Uh, Definitely appreciate everybody coming in and hanging out with us this morning. Um, but I have to get off here before I get yanked by a umbrella. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> tell the wife I said, hey. hey yeah, you know I will, well. KB, brother. Uh, so I'll hit this uh I'll hit this closing and we'll get on out of here. Bear down. Bear down. Bear down, mate.